Good morning, people. It is Monday, the 26th of June. Welcome to TDA, the day after, the home of popular culture, as decided by you, the culture. And as always, we are brought to you by the best. Please introduce yourself. They call me E-Man, the pro-black activist, TDA producer and news analyst. And of course, the melanin is jam-packed. And I'm your boy, Big Mars from the east side of the bridge. Six foot plus of pure temptation and all that good stuff. Happy Monday. Good morning. Everybody all right? Can't complain, man. Can't complain. Well, actually, I can a bit. Why? Um, hay fever, man. I thought I was, I was winning, but yesterday kind of hit me. I mean, it just gave me a, a wild left hook that I didn't see coming. Has there been like national health warnings about the pollen levels? I don't think so, you know. So how come you are just extra damn bad this year? No, 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 sorry. The pollen levels, yes, yes. In fact, yeah, we spoke about it on the show. Yeah, they, they did say the pollen levels this year has been crazy. Is it like a new strain or something? I feel like there is, man. Because like, people who ain't even, never had hay fever have got hay fever this year. You should put you on lock. You should have to go to lockdown. I, I won't even mind. If they give us a furlough as well, then <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind that, you know. Just people with um, hay fever, lockdown. No furlough, though. <laughs> nah, man, that's discrimination. <laughs> How are you? I'm all right, you know. I'm cool, man. Had a chilled weekend. Nice weather and that. Mm-hmm. Baking. Don't know how long it's going to last for. Mm. Do you check the weather reports? Um, Somewhat, sometimes. So do you know like what the week's going to be like? I think today it's going to be a lot cooler. I think it's going to be down like, like, is it like between 7 and 10 degrees, I think, compared to yesterday. Um, But yeah, I don't know about the rest of the week yet. I don't know. Every day's a risk. I just wake up in the morning and just see what I've got. Mm-hmm. I'll never know what the weather's going to be like. So you don't, you don't ever check? I don't know what this, what this week's looking like. Mm. Does it matter? It's either going to be hot or it's going to be cold, man. It's, yeah, that's true. Then again, in this country, it could, could be both in the said week. What's that? What's 100%. this looking like? 22, 26, 20, 20. Mm, not much rain. Yeah, that's what I say. It's all right. I don't need to check. It's there and there about. So in the mm. summer now, do you reckon it's going to last? I, I feel like we're going to get um, a hot July. Um, but from August, it's going to start tailing off, I think. You think? Yeah, I think so. I've had decent weather on my birthday Ooh, the actually, last few years, you know. Actually, probably middle August starts tailing off, I think. The last two, at least the last two, I've had decent weather on my birthday, I think. Mm. And usually it's always raining. Oh, is it? Slightly, yeah. Usually yeah. it's always raining on my birthday. Okay. Do we feel like the whole world is getting hotter, man? Global warming and that, so... They're trying to tell you. Instinction Rebellion. <laughs> They've been trying to tell you. They're making it worse, man. You think? Somehow. They need to be blamed for something, man. They're not serious. There's no planning. There's just just, just disruption. Awareness, though. Yeah, that's true. Don't the 30 degree days make you think about Instinction Rebellion? Nah, <laughs> Makes me feel like... Makes me think, think about home. I love the sun, man. Yeah, it's lit still. Yeah. I think we need to start apologising when it is that we start late. Hmm? I think we need to start apologising to the people when it is that we start late. It's not always going to be like this, but sometimes there's traffic and stuff, so mm. we can't start un- unless people are in the building. But it's, it's not always going to be like this, people. Why are they complaining? Yeah. Let me see that. And I know no, you no don't care, man. Hmm? <laughs> 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 but... <laughs> We're here, innit? Like, Just we're like the morning show, people wake up. <laughs> I wake up. I'm awake at six a.m. every no, I'm, day. I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is that people not 
in the studio wake up to hear oh. the news. Do you understand? So if it is, there is no morning show, the day hasn't started. Yes, yeah, so it's just extra time, just get you more time to get your get your mind right. You get me like, you know what I'm trying to say? The extra 10, 15 minutes, make sure the cup of tea's there or make sure the laptop's open or, you know what I'm trying to say? It just gives you more. Yeah? Huh? Consistently. What do you mean consistently? They can't always now look to look at us as it's always going to start at this time. That's just that's bad practice. Yeah, that's true. We gotta be better, man. Anyway, you don't mm-hmm. have to apologize. I'm I'm apologizing. You know, you don't have to take falling this water. No, I'm just saying, man. We gotta be better, man. We should change it to starts between eight and eight thirty. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, nah, let's just do that. Anyway, we'll work it out. It'll be cool. Yuzo will be all right, man. You ain't got nowhere. Yuzo should be at work and thing anyway, so I don't even know what I was moaning about. Sorry. Sorry, bro. <laughs> That's all right. That's cool. Like I said, I would just apologize. You don't have to say anything because I know you don't want to. That's all right. We've got a question of the day. So the question of the day was uh, submitted by a friend of the show. Um, mm. His name is Anthony, and he goes by Urban TV UK in the chat. Okay, yeah. I see him. Yeah. Big up, Ant. So his question is, can we reach our full potential if we only hang with people of shared cultures, backgrounds, tastes, and goals? Mm. Yes and no. Some of those, like same backgrounds, no. If, if we're talking background in terms of like area, um, environment like that, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Culture. Why, why don't you think so? Huh? Why don't you think so? Because a lot of the time we're we're limited to what we know. Like we've got the exact same experience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Very slightly parents or whatever it may be. But there's a limit to what we know. Like, you know what I'm saying? You need to kind of go outside of your surroundings to kind of see the world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like even this may sound a bit weird coming from me. A lot of the time, especially with black people, our default is ah oh, the world is racist or oh, racist, yeah. racist, racist. Some white people just don't care about you. You know what I'm saying? They're not racist necessarily. They just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes, and you kind of need to go out into the world to kind of to know that it's not everyone just hating you. Some people really just don't acknowledge that you're there. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying there is a difference, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, um, I think sometimes, you, yeah, you kind of need to go out of your your um, surroundings. Definitely, culture. I don't necessarily believe so. I think culture you can you can excel. When I say culture, I'm talking about. Um, I, sh- I shouldn't really conflate the two, but I'm kind of talking about race. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't necessarily believe you need to interact with other races to reach your full potential. Mm. I don't believe that at all. Um, what's the other one? Okay, if you hang around people with the same tastes and goals. <laughs> Probably. Again, it depends on, on the type of person you are and what you want out of life, I guess. But if you have the same goals, then I think sometimes, not always, but sometimes you may have the same type of techniques to attain those goals. You know what I'm saying? But if you ha- if you were able to mix with people from, from different parts of the world, wherever they have different goals, there may be some transferable skills that you can learn from interacting with those people to then enhance what you do to reach your um, goal, if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, man. Oh, fantastic, Max. Um, maybe, maybe, yeah. Um, 
only hang with the same cultures, backgrounds, tastes, and goals. Well, if they've got the same goals as well, then there's nothing stopping you from being successful, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, you're working backwards now, yeah. Yeah, so I'm just... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 100%, I agree. Yeah, and also, if you have the same background, taste, and culture, then you might have more expertise in a certain demographic. So then you could just be super successful within that demographic 100%. and reach your full potential. Mm. So it's maybe it's not always about branching out. You get me? You could just be well versed in in your thing mm-hmm. and be super successful in it. So I think you can. Mm. I would be of the mindset that um, it's probably better to be well rounded and meet people from all different cultures and backgrounds and mm. tastes and stuff like that because I'd like to form a bigger picture of what's going on around me. Mm-hmm. I me? like the take on the whole background stuff because that was counter to what Emmanuel said, right? Mm-hmm. Because when you said it, I thought about Tyler Perry. Mm. But then I kind of lent into what Emmanuel maybe meant um, in addition to what he said because after a while, he would have been mixing with other cultures and other people from different backgrounds. Yeah. Um, so one could say that both of them are true, I guess. Mm. Yeah, it's true. But it's a, it's a good example, to be honest. Because uh-huh. as soon as he said it, I was like, yeah, Tyler Perry. Yeah, he just focused on black and are creating stories on the black experience within mm. that particular background. It's just, it's and it propelled him. Yeah, and you stick yeah. to what you know, you do yeah. it well enough and you can... All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Lovely. All right, cool. That was a beautiful question. Thank you very much. Um, any love island... I mean, yeah, but how am I going to chit chat about uh, myself? They're dying for it. <laughs> dying for it. And Esther wanted to come in, but you know, she's no longer works with us. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know. Can't she phone me or something? You know, the wicked thing. <laughs> Love Island was decent <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> yeah, it was decent, man. I heard Steph London called um, Medi homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> People are crazy, you know. I see some girl, yeah, quote tweet the clip of of Steph London saying that, yeah, or, the, or quote tweet, was it was it the clip or someone saying like, oh, she's never gonna go on ITV again, very very, yeah. And someone qu- quote tweeted it talking about, ah, oh, I really hate cancel culture and I can't stand cancel culture. And I'm thinking, do you really? <laughs> are you not sick in your head? Like, don't you? Like, cool. There's cancel culture, yeah, but some things are just better left unsaid. Yeah, in yeah. this day and age that we're living in, you went on the big people them's platform, yeah, and try to talk about. I don't even know if he likes gal. <laughs> He's giving fruity or something. Like that. <laughs> what? So it's the Ain't it Pride Month or something? <laughs> huh? Is that the end? Pride Month. Good morning, caller. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. I've definitely quit, but I just thought um, I heard Mark is crying. Is in the building Listen, Steph is going to get off com- um, complaints because that was wild. <laughs> that was you crazy. cannot do that. Yeah, that was Twitter banter too far. I don't understand how people don't understand that she can't do that. She's sick in her head. Ain't she supposed to be promoting like a new... <laughs> Single, mm. and she got that. I and like to move it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh man, that's kind of like a, a gay anthem, isn't it? Maybe, might, might, okay. might, might, right. well, ain't gonna be no more, but <laughs> mm. they're gonna boycott that one. She, that's the thing, she's gonna have the nah, she's definitely, yeah, she's silly for that. Yeah. I can't believe she did that. That was so stupid, but yeah, 
what did you think of Love Island, man? So, we need to talk about Molly leaving because I thought it was a prank. I was hoping it was, you know. I was thinking they was getting in their big brother bag and like yeah. sneak her into the yard around the corner, make her watch with the cameras and hear what they're saying about exactly. her. Exactly. I was hoping they was going to do all of that, but you know what? Fair play to them, though. Yeah, because the thing is, like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like her. I wanted her to leave, but then when it happened, I was like, damn, like I wasn't, I wasn't serious. It was too soon. I can't believe she left like that. I think it was too it's soon. It's way too soon, but I also think though, I think she was a plant. Yeah. I don't believe she, I feel like she was a plan I feel like she knew that's why she just didn't have any day any time for uh, Mitch she knew she was there for a good time not a long time but what was she that was an I don't even know because then essentially they just don't want Zach to find love Zach that new girl Zach's, Zach's not trying to find love do you see Zach what she said yeah Zach's a piece of shit <laughs> did you see what she said what did she say she said to him um Oh, I didn't want to be leaving you, leaving you, leaving without you. And it goes, yeah, man, but not like, not like this. I yeah, said, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He said, like, you're always going to leave, but. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I proper clock that as well. He's saying, now nah, you can go. It's just a bit mad how you're going. You get me? Like... <laughs> <laughs> it's actually ridiculous. And I've actually been Tyreek. I'm actually, yeah, I don't know why he's on the show. Hey, Tyreek? He's on the wrong show. Yeah, yeah, he's on the wrong show. Tyreek's the truth. He needs to be on those X on the beach, too hot to handle kind of type of shows, or you just get to just let loose. You, you women been campaigning for honest men for as long as I can remember. Oh. You get me? For as long as I can remember, you want honesty. Ella's not helping the PR, because at this point, I'm looking at her like, you know what this guy's about. He tells you every other day he doesn't want to settle down. Granted, it's basically been a month. I mean, not wanting to settle down with me after a month is wild. When we're living under the same and breathing the same oxygen and everything but <laughs> i don't understand man like she just needs to he said he said uh, I, he said i missed the game <laughs> he said i missed the game how can you miss the game yeah when you're you're in a house of six other women she's like what do you mean i miss, it? No miss it he said of course i miss it this life is all i know <laughs> he said how he said how am i supposed to just change all of a sudden how i lived all my life i said no nah. This is just, he's going to chop breakfast so bad because this girl keeps crying. No, obviously, with Love Island, yeah, the ex contestants have said how they have to be outside filming 24 hours. Da, 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 da. She had to take a break and they had to let her. She had to go and lie down. You know what it is when a guy breaks your heart, you just need a nap. Yeah. She had to go and nap. No, she's, nah. she's sick. My man said, I missed the game. He said something else that got me as well. He's just too, like, <laughs> when we're telling Zach, you can't leave. Like, listen, she's not your girl. <laughs> he said, don't even think about it. Don't even bring it up. Don't even think about it. She's not your girl. You're not leaving. He said, be fucking for real. <laughs> yeah, because when he was talking, he was, when he was, oh, no, it was that was that the whole point? Because at that point, I was, I was thinking about Ella, thinking, boy, Ella's got like some tough days ahead, boy, because he was giving, he was saying something to someone, but he weren't talking about himself. He was just talking about yes. them. Is that what it was? Was it that? You know time? when he said, um. Because you know, he said, um, he said, Ella's here, Katie's here, it's a win win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's it. But it's it showed me how differently women and men think. Because the girls were like, oh my gosh, that could be any of us. This will make the boys fix up. And the boys were like, oh, it's a good thing it wasn't you, eh? Anyway, the new girl was here. I'm like, damn, man. Women are damn bad as a, as a gender. Um, what else? Oh, my God. Okay, so the sexy dance thing. Mm hmm. Medi is disgusting. I think he needs to leave for kissing everybody. 
Yeah, he's moving like he won't get tuberculosis. He wants tuberculosis. <laughs> for real. And in my mind, I was thinking, wait. He's going to single-handedly bring COVID back. I was thinking, wait, that so you're going to you're gonna um swap up all that saliva and then give it to, to Whitney last? There's COVID in there. 100%. Troubling. There's all sorts of diseases in there. But you know what it is? It's because it links back to what Steph said, yeah. I don't think he knows how to be sexy. So his idea of raising his heart rates was by kissing them. And obviously Jess got the highest heart, um, heart rate for him. But I think it was fear. I don't think it was anything to do with sexy. I think... It was shock and horror. Nah, I think he um, thought Catherine was Whitney. And then... Do you think... Oh, yeah, it's fair. <laughs> when, like... when, he, when he finished <laughs> lips and he clocked, he clocked it right there and he was like, whoops. Was like, he said, you see one wig, you see them all. Yeah. To be fair, yeah, that's fair. So he said he's going to... Did one of them refuse? One of them refused to kiss, innit? Yeah, I think it might have been Lee or something. Because you're not or kissing. Or Mao or something like that. Was it like Mao or something like that? One of them was like respectfully. Yeah, ma- yeah, it was Mao. It was Mao. Because Mao ain't got time for that. She's said, a if mad. I was Whitney, I she, wouldn't kiss it. She's a mad woman, you know. She's goofy. No, it's not. There's goofy and there's mad. Yeah, she is mad in her head. <laughs> <laughs> I've no, never seen not... anyone do that before. She come out in the heart rate <laughs> challenge, you know. She didn't even get close to the man. She just stand at the front going, just, Yeah, because she's thinking, Mm-mm, I ain't doing all of this. Because the thing is, as well, she was laughing throughout. I just, I just think she couldn't take it seriously. And I feel like she's the type where they had to film it a few times. And they said, You know what? Just, just do the first one. Just take the first edit. I haven't got time for this. This was not on it. That was I hear it though. Who do you think was the best? Catherine. Catherine ha- had her cheeks clapping on ITV. That's facts. At 9.30pm. That's big facts. Someone said we didn't know Catherine had all of this under that Michelle Obama blazer. I said, you know what? You're going to have to be for the heck alone. <laughs> nah, Catherine's you been the girl alone. I don't know why they didn't clock. When she came, out in, the, um, she came out in the little black cloak thing, innit? Yes. Yeah, and she just whipped it off. I nah, said, I think, yeah, I think Catherine was the best. With the boys, none of the boys gave, to be honest. That Montel you come out, not... I just started busting up his clothes. is so big for him. He was quit walking. I said, excuse me. <laughs> Man was crumping. <laughs> Mate, you fat Joe looking ass. What do you think this, What do you think is going on here? What he is... was so embarrassing. Just his hat and all that. He just looked like he was going to fall into his hat. Like, he just looked so big. Like, everything, just all his clothes just looked so big for him, bro. Do you know what you get? You, you know, like when you go to like um, kids' parties, there's no little, the little kids that dance like, like their, their family's not going to eat. They don't dance well. That's yeah. what he gave me. That was the energy he gave me. I was like, oh, God, this is so cringe. Yeah, none of the boys was really anything, to be honest. I feel like the girls, that, Jess is buff, you know. I'm not really rating Jess, you know. I don't know if she, she keeps getting treated like that. No, I'm not really rating her. Like, you'll do it, like, but. Not really. She's not crazy. And then, and then she came out where she's been dancing and pop locking around the yard and all that. I thought she was gonna pop locking. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was gonna cook that challenge up, but it didn't really do nothing for me. It didn't do nothing for me. No, it didn't. I think Catherine and Whitney. I did think Whitney, Whitney was. Whitney was. Whitney was humping a bit too much though. No, nah, Whitney was busting. Her fires was cooking. It was doing a lot of like. No, nah, Whitney was, was giving a lot of like, nah, energy. Whitney, Whitney won. I don't care. Whitney done her thing. Whitney was moving bad. I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Big up Whitney. Did, no one was kidding me. The man was like, let me, yo, wait, let me chat to you one second. It was Mitch. I said, it doesn't even suit you. 
But they're all phonies, though, because she didn't raise one. None of them had the heart rate raised by her the most. I'm surprised because she definitely gas. I think she gassed them the most from from. If you look at the reactions, she probably did gas them the most. I feel like yeah, their heart rate went up, then it stayed up, and then when she left is when they were like, "Oh my gosh!" And then Leah annoyingly collected the heart rate points because I don't understand how Leah raised anything. Leah didn't do nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was saying it was a tough act to follow. And she definitely took all um, Whitney's heart rates. Anything she won was really Yeah, she definitely did. Definitely. She definitely did. I didn't understand how Whitney didn't raise one heart rate. No, she definitely did. Because she's the only one that... Her and Catherine were the only ones that that had me in my yard saying, yo. And and, um, Ella, when she... she Who she give the finishing move to? She give a finishing move to someone. I can't remember. It weren't Ty, though. I know it was mad. No, it wasn't Ty. She did a whole thing. Was it it, it 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 Zach or something? I think so. I didn't think Ella's was nice. No, nah, it weren't like it was crazy, but that maybe she you got a chance to um appreciate her in all her glory. You get me? She's definitely cheeked up. Yeah, you get me? yeah, she is. Yeah, she, she, she definitely. Yeah, she's yeah. cheek. She's cheeked up. So I got a new bit of appreciation for her. I still can't stand her, but she. Uh, I I don't know. I just think it's it's just too much. Like I'm just like you know what you signed up for. He keeps telling you every single time. But every single time you're crying and then. You say you're done, and then when you get to the bed, he gives you mediocre lip sync, and then the next day you come like, girl. It's been, a, to be fair though, it is wild though that they've been living together for basically nearly a month now, and this boy is still talking about, I'm not closed off. I think at least be like, I'm closed off with you right now. Girls like that. But she wouldn't hear that to be fair to me. I can't remember. Because she's not hearing that he's not closed off anyway. She's annoying, and every time she's speaking, she's just moaning in that horrible accent. She's, she's annoying, she's, man. I can't stand her, man. She's asking. She's she has one good day a week. Tyreek needs to move on, week, man. He needs, he needs Castro Moore. I think Castro Moore is going to bust him because that's going to be like thing. six Johns or however or whatever it works out to. He's going to fight. There's going to be one in there for him. There has to be one in there for him. Do you know what it's going to be like? He's going to be like, you remember when Michael and Amber, mm. the whole dead thing anyway, that's what it's going to be like. Because I feel like she's going to go there and flirt with boys and whatever. This is going to try to come back single and be like, oh, he's going to, you know, I feel like he's going to, he would have realised well, he's only going to realize a new girl and come in with a new girl. Yeah, the only way he's not bringing the thing back is if the is if the um, producers don't do a good job. But if they do the right, if they do the right thing, if they do the right thing, she's I feel like cool. they're saving. I feel like they're saving the best people for Casamor because, respectfully, the bombshells none of them have been great. No, but they just none need to go in their influencer out. bag and like really go and turn up. They need to make <laughs> sure like everybody in Casa is like length. Stop trying to do the diversity thing, like man. Like, no, we don't need to see. We need to find the the creme de la creme, the best, the best Literally, of the best, like, like. The elites. Yeah, they need like, to do their best to find the closest OV. There will never be another OV, but they need to try and find they, they, the closest they can. Yeah, they need it. They need it. They need to stay strong. Don't bring any. Just, I think they will though. The way they dumped Flippy Molly, I think this year they're all earning their their checks. They're earning. They're keeping it. They really are. So I, I really think it's possible. Yeah, this year has been jokes. What about Medi trying to leave Whitney now or something? Um, do you know, okay, right. I feel like Medi gives me like controlling like I don't think he likes black people. In the words of Kanye West, I don't think because the way he treats her is very um it's like what is that what is that that saying or that term for like underlying racism? You know like the little the little subtle things here and there. He's called her loud. He said like they come from very different. Well, he's essentially called a ghetto. 
Mm. It's too much. It's too much. Like I, I really don't. I don't like him, and I feel like she bites her tongue because she's thinking, "I will never. You can never chat to me like this." But under the circumstances, because she plays the game smart, she's aware that if I if I don't couple up with this guy, I'm vulnerable, and chances I'm gonna get kicked, I'm gonna get kicked off the show. So I feel like she's playing the long game. She's trying to get to Castle. She's definitely come back with someone from Castle. She says she's gonna chat with. with I don't like Betty. She says she's gonna chat with Zach in the morning. She should, because she's been wanting that. Do you see what she's looking at Zach? Boy, the way they the way the way he lips and bit each other's lips and thing, I was like, yo, that is that is intense. And if and if if if, if what Zach if, if what Zach's saying is true, you get me. If he doesn't mind dabbling, then I could see I could see why he could be I think, I think drawn over there. You get me, huh? You Zach and Jason, she's actually black. I think they could make this happen. It could work. I really still. think this could be a thing. Nah, I think it he, could work. No, nah, he wouldn't. He would. He, he wouldn't risk it for Whitney though. Like he'll do it. No, like, but Molly's not there anymore. He's got nothing at the moment. Yeah, no, but it's in the show, man. You know, like in the Love Island when they are doing their tours and they're dancing and living life and getting money and all that. He'll slam her then, but I don't think he'll risk it all on the show. For her, still, mm, that's true, actually, yeah. You get me? Uh, yeah, he's not. He's but no, I, I'm I'm sick of Medi man. Like I'm, I don't like the way he talks. To it. It's, do you know, it's like um, he knows what she's like her personality and stuff, but it's like he tries to dim it and tries to like bring her down in like little subtle ways. It's weird. So if they broke the up, who's more at risk? Wild. If they broke up, who's more uh, at risk of leaving? Medi. 100% Medi. Whitney is actually the star of the show. Like, Whitney is actually the star of the show. And the producers know that she's very, she's very, very likable. If, if, if they break up, and I feel like Medi knows that. Because really and truly, Medi brings nothing to the table. Sometimes I don't even clock I haven't seen him on camera that day. But if we don't hear from Whitney, we'll be like, oh, where's Whitney? Do you get what I mean? Mm. I think he's more at risk. And I think with the guys as well, I think the guys like Whitney and stuff, except Montel, because Strata came to Montel and he, he was like, we're friends. That was very awkward to see. But um, yeah, I, I think I think Medi will be more at risk. But who did the last recoupling though? Who picked? Was it the girls? Was it the girls? Because if it's the boys picking this time, because of the numbers, they're gonna have to keep picking each other until someone else comes in. I can't. Yeah, yeah it would have been. The, mm, I can't remember. I can't remember either. No, it would have been the girls, isn't it? Because Katie picked. Okay, was Katie? Katie picked I by herself, now. and then my Katie Katie picked by herself, and then my girl went home. Before that, it was. Oh yeah, it was Maya who said then these people can't be together anyway. Because at the moment, I think the numbers who are picked, even. When Mal picked Sammy, I can't remember who picked last. I can't remember. It was the girls. I can't remember. I think, I think it was the girls. But yeah, but if it's the boys picking, then there needs to be more girls than boys, so that way someone can leave. Yeah. But with Molly gone now, I think the numbers are equal. So they just bring cast out like end of the week, man. I can't like it's yeah. They need to really switch it up. Yeah. Just saying it. Yeah, no, it was all right though, but all I know is big up um Catherine and big up Whitney, but big up Catherine, double cheeked up on a Sunday evening. Yeah, that was going on. Love off. to see him. That was high quality entertainment, that man. <laughs> that really was. <laughs> thank you, Esther. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank Have you. a nice day. Later, later. You too. Bye. All right, cool. Let's get into our headlines.
right, so our first headline. I definitely want to hear what you guys think about this. Yeah. So America's top diplomat, Anthony Blinken, has said that an attempted armed mutiny in Russia shows real cracks in President Vladimir Putin's authority. He told US media that the rebellion from Yevgeny Prigozhin, um, his Wagner fighters, was a direct challenge to Mr. Putin, forcing him into an amnesty agreement. The deal halted Wagner's march on Moscow on Saturday, and the mercenaries had earlier seized two Russian cities. Mr. Putin accused the group of treason, but all charges were later dropped. Under the deal, Wagner fighters must return to their field bases, and Prigozhin's moved to Russia's western neighbour, um, Belarus, which was um, involved, so whose leader, Alexander Lukashenko, was involved in the negotiations. That's the new deal that they've agreed to, right? So the current whereabouts of Prigozhin is unknown. He was last seen in public leaving Rostov-on-Don, which is one of the two uh, southern cities where his fighters had taken control of military facilities. Uh, according to Russia's RTVI news website, they're saying that Prigozhin's press service said that he would answer questions from the media when he has normal communication means. Meanwhile, President Putin has not been seen in public since his nationwide TV address on Saturday morning to condemn the mutiny. Is this the beginning of the end? For Putin? Mm. I heard there was 50,000 men marching down there. Was it? I don't I, know. I, 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 thought, I thought it was 10. I don't know. Man told us someone must be cooking the books or something. You know that yeah. Chinese whisper thing. But I heard there was I heard there was a bag of man marching down there, and he had to kick out mm-hmm. and squash it. Oh wait, wait. Oh, you're saying um, Russia had not Wagner, not Wagner group. Is Wagner in Russia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the um. That's the that's the guy who was talking beefing, about beefing Putin, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm hearing he was stepping down there with his mer- with his mercenaries and his and his, and, his, and his killies. I heard mm. there was a bag of them. Yeah, yeah, I think he said that like he's got like ten thousand that's ready to to do something. Yeah, like because basically, bear the um the mercenaries are around the world, isn't it? Okay. So they're not all there in Ukraine. Oh, they haven't mobilized. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. He was acting like, oh, look, the ten thousand we got now, we can do something. But obviously, if if Putin was to then make the Russian army turn on him. It'll be alright. You know mm. what I'm saying? They got far more than ten thousand. We must have some kind of influence. They got scared. Yeah. Who you mean? Putin got scared. Yeah. Did he get scared? He or was left. he upset? He left though. He left to go where? I don't know where he went. I heard he, I heard <laughs> he, left, I heard he left the city. He went, went just hiding anything. Mm. I mean, people. Well, nobody knows. To be fair, people are just saying that he just hasn't been seen on TV since then. Some people did say, yeah, that he kind of left, but he might not have left, man. The fact, the fact that they've already made this guy basically say sorry, right? Putin, <laughs> 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 I don't there's no need for him to leave. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man. What are you thinking, Brent? Yeah, so I, I listened to this in, in real time. Elon Musk put up a, a Spaces tweet, mm-hmm. and there were a bunch of um, civilian journalists covering the story, like in real time. They were looking at, like, a I think it's AP Press mm. or A Press. I don't know what, whatever it is. They were getting the, the information from there and then they were just relaying it to everybody. And um, yeah, he was he was looking to to say, as in the the Wagner guy, mm-hmm. to say, nah, 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 nah. We need to finish Putin. Mm. But then obviously Putin came out and he's like, it's just treason. Yep. And when it all died down, then they were saying. He has to die now, not Putin, the other guy. The guy yeah, because exactly. you can't now 
publicly come out against Putin like this, yep. show that level of force because he was chilling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the fact that he was allowed to get so close meant that obviously the army and whoever else mm-hmm. um, that Putin was controlling mm-hmm. decided, yeah, let's step aside mm. until it is, this is um, um, sorted out. Mm. So he now has to consolidate and look to finish him if yeah. it is that he's going to be seen as in control. So people are saying it isn't finished just yet as mm. pertains to that guy yeah. still bobbing about because it looks like he was he was in control then. He was, yeah. he was flexing his mm-hmm. muscles. And he, he looked calm. Yeah, yeah. The video did. I saw, he was there chilling next to one of the generals and he was like, hey, I approached you formally. Why are you talking to me informally like this? Like and his legs were wide open, you know, like in mm-hmm. Russia. Yeah. Everything was like, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and like he was talking as though, yeah, I can put my face in this camera and mm-hmm. not fear yeah. any repercussion from that um, guy who rides the horses. Yeah. Or the bears or whatever. But it was, mm. it was so interesting because it was happening in real time. Yeah. Like it yeah. was it was happening in real mm, time. Yeah, and everybody yeah. was like, oh my goodness. Ah. Some people even started the conspiracy theory that the money that went missing in America, mm. um, it was given to the Wagner group to basically look to um, overthrew Putin. Mm. Obviously, that's obviously. I'm not mm. sure if that's bollocks or not, but it's my, it's my what's, what's this thing about um, them finding like eighty something million in a, in a truck or something? The Wagner Group. Yeah. Or the Russian army found that much. In as a, in a, in as a, a payoff? No, I, I'm not too sure. I but know. I heard something about how they found like bare millions in like in a in a truck or something, and then it was around that time that he basically was like, "Let me relax." Or as, a, as in, here's the money, stop looking to... Yeah. Okay. Well, almost like um, maybe he was he was looking to, to take that money, but they've taken the money, the, f- the very thing that he wanted. So it's like, look, if you want to actually sail off into the sunset type thing, yeah. relax and we'll give the money back type thing. Okay. But I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. Yeah, but it's not, it's, not, it's not over now. No, 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 no. Obviously, the, uh, the world press is going to get onto this and be like let's use this mm-hmm. as a as a tool to show that Putin doesn't have the power that he had before it's true but at the same time anyone anyone can kind of anyone can challenge you though on any given day but this is the group that he normally uses yeah, as his muscle yeah it is but he controlled it in a matter of a, a, few, a few hours doesn't that kind of show power though you know what I'm saying I guess but Remember, the world has now seen mm. your own people, your own cannon turn against you and be calm about it. Yeah. Just imagine if it is that you were a dictator mm. and you were moving as though, yeah, Russia still has the military might that we used to and mm-hmm. you guys were afraid of. And then your own people said, you can't let that person just wander off into the sunset. No, at all. And, and I think that's why the Belarus guy had to step in because obviously Belarus is... Call with, with yeah. Russia, he's gonna be trained. He's gonna be trained. He's probably just said, "Oh, you know, come here, I'll look after you." After this thing sorted, yeah, he's giving him up ASAP. Yeah, he's he's done. I don't even know why he's over there, to be fair. But I guess obviously he doesn't have much choice in it. But he's, he's definitely done. There was one video doing the rungs. He had a Ukrainian soldier <coughs> sat at the back of his tank eating popcorn. Watching, <laughs> <laughs> watching the events that's occurring. Where? Well, I, 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 it's it's so distasteful how social media has made everything a joke, you know. Because mm. to use that as a 
giggly with the um, opportunities. There's bare people just getting clipped up. <laughs> Nobody knows either. Oh, man. It's but then the same people don't even like black people, so I'm not even sure if it's my That's 100% true. 100%. That's on both sides, isn't it? Both sides. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, well, we'll obviously keep you people updated, um, you know, as we find out more information. Uh, the second headline is a little bit of a continuation of the whole um, submersible that imploded uh, last week. And basically, the U.S. Coast Guard is investigating the cause of the undersea implosion and has not ruled out finding human remains, while also hinting that the probe could lead to criminal charges. So the captain, Jason Neubauer, who's chairing the U.S. Coast Guard investigation into the implosion of the vessel, he made the comments as the search and rescue aspects of the response came to an end. Salvage operations are continuing and investigators have mapped the accident site. Um, this is what he, he basically told a press conference in, in Boston. He also said that the convening of a Marine Board of Investigation is the highest level investigation conducted by the U.S. Coast Guard. It's unclear how long it will take, but the U.S. Coast Guard said it does not charge for the search and rescue operations. US, the Coast Guard opened what it calls a Marine Board investigation on Friday and is working with the FBI even to recover the evidence. And the last headline takes us to the royal family, man. Some sad news, but looks like she's recovering. And this is about the Duchess of York, who is um, commonly known to us as Fergie, who is recuperating with her family after an uh, operation following a diagnosis for breast cancer. Sarah Ferguson, Fergie, 63 years old, who was formerly married to Prince Andrew, was given the news after a routine mammogram screening. The spokesperson said that she was advised she needed to undergo surgery, which has taken place successfully. And the doctors have told her that the prognosis is good. The spokesperson said she was receiving the best medical care and is now recuperating with her family. She underwent the procedure earlier this week at King Edward's the Seventh Hospital, which is a private clinic in central London, which previously treated the late Queen Elizabeth II and other senior royals. And the Duchess is set to return home to Windsor this weekend, where, like I said, she's now recovering. Yeah, man, wish her the best. And that's it for the headlines. All right, then, man, let's get to the um, topic of the day. What are you saying? <coughs> All right, so today's to topic of the day is pretty much um, the counterpart to, to last week's last week Friday's topic of the day, which is where we explored some of the, I guess, the positive attributes of black men and also provided an area of improvement. Um, and yeah, man, I, I put out the, the call to the people. They responded. I'm actually going to talk about the response later on, right? Um, but basically, yeah. I guess we can dive in. So today's going to be about naming three attributes of black women, two positive and one area of improvement. It's funny. <laughs> Big up Izzy in, in, the, um, in the chat. He said it sounds like a trap. <laughs> obviously mentioning the area of improvement in it. But <laughs> obviously we know that our, our black women are, one of their attributes is that they take on, um, what's the word? Feedback very well. You know what I mean? So... <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Um, so yeah, obviously you guys are gonna um give some of your positives and, and, and whatnot. But I wanna start off with our our, our good brother um Chijoke, right? He can't call in unfortunately. I wanted him to call in, but um but he, he has some good co um contributions. And basically he said two things I would say are the main common positive attributes of black women are their resilience 
and the advocacy for black men. What do you guys think about that? It's a good one. It's giving slavery. How? Why you say that? Mm? Why you say that? That's what it just always stems from. Why they always like, obviously it's it's a good thing, but it's like they just always have to be resilient and protecting the black men and stuff like that. And it just mm. all stems from that kind of stuff, innit? Like that's like it's a good thing, don't get me wrong. I just I need to think, I'd just rather hear something different. Mm. You get me? Okay, okay. So so okay. I'm gonna kinda put you on the spot. Shit. <laughs> what oh, what she says. <laughs> <laughs> Buy me some time, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't really go. But yeah, like, I guess, um, yeah, w- what kind of thing comes to mind as a positive? Um, about how nurturing they are. Okay. Uh, um, and I've got like a lot of black women in our communities, like, helping us as kids and like just letting us congregate around theirs or just making sure that they, they got an eye on us and knowing where we are and just caring about people's kids and other people's kids and shit like that. And they're just mm. very, like, just like community-based, they're just very caring, you get me? Open arms, just protective and that, in a mm. different, and that's what I'm saying, not in a sense of, just because, not in a sense of like having to protect the kids because they're going through stuff or protect the men from other people ever, mm. but just that, just that caring, you get what I'm trying to say, like, just that caring, just that community, Thing, just having that open door in it. You know what I'm mm. trying to say? Like, you up coming in, rather you up being there than be on the streets or whatever, that kind of thing. I've I experienced that a lot from black women. Mm. It's like, like, almost like they can be a mother to anyone. Yeah. 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 Do you, do you, like, you know, obviously, I guess we will kind of get into this a bit more, yeah. But even um, based on last week's answers, yeah, answers that people gave, and even today's as well, that we'll get into, do you feel like um, these attributes, are kind of a product of 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 which I feel like you're kind of alluding to, yeah, of of the struggle and environment. Are these things that other races could just could um obviously get to? If that makes sense. Um other race other races do do it. It's more it's more of a hmm. It's more of like a woman thing, maybe. Because mm. okay. other races do do it. Obviously, I notice it more in mm-hmm. in in the black communities because that's where I'm from, innit? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm trying to say? But growing up in East London, there would be... I could think of examples of like white women that were like that. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? But I just get, I just get it more from black mm-hmm. people because that's, that's, that's my demographic. That's what I've got more around me. Mm. But... Yeah, I think it, I, I think that kind of aspect of what I'm talking about is more like w- women are like that more nurturing. I, I I can't think of many ex- many examples of of men that are like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I, sh- I should have said is that more so like a a women thing across different races. Mm. Because because the thing is, yeah, like you said, yeah, obviously growing up in East London, right? You kind of in the estate you got white people there, you got some Asian people there, and this and the third, right? So you're gonna kind of see it here and there, but I feel like. You do notice it far more with black women, though. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And do you feel like that's something that's being passed on to the modern like women our age? You know what I'm saying? The reason why I'm asking that is because if 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 some of these traits, these attributes, are a result of the things we've gone through, and we are not necessarily going through the same thing, 
would those same attributes be present in our generation and generation after and things of that nature? No, probably not. I think that um I think that um the black community will be will be different in a in like one generation time or something like that. Mm. Yeah, I don't think there's the same I don't think there's the same connection. I don't know if this is because the older generations went through different struggles or what. But yeah, I definitely know it's not gonna be the same. You get me like a lot of these kids growing up are not gonna know Mm-hmm. What it's like to grow up, like they're gonna grow up probably more British in it and English than us. That's, yeah, that's true. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. I think a lot of us, our generation, had that connection to home in it, mm. just like one step removed. And then for a lot of us, even if our, like, even if our parents were born here, mm-hmm. they still have that thing that their parents, because their parents just came, kind of thing. Like you yeah. know, I'm trying to say that. So they, mm-hmm. even though they were born here, they still have that connection to to home. You mm-hmm. get me. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's probably going to be lost that quick. Okay, okay. Um, a positive, well, th- th- there was more than one, two positives given by uh, Rebecca. And basically she says, intelligent, intelligent, resilient. Obviously we kind of got that. Um, hardworking and funny. I've seen people talk, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen people talk about the humor in the chat. Is humour something that comes to, to your mind? For black women? Yeah. Mm-mm. No? What about you, bro? As in my positives? No, no, as in the humour. Um, I've actually put that down as one of them, mm. but not, not stand-up so much, like everyday funny, like they're okay. hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I'm just laughing at them. Yeah. Yeah, I think black women are everyday hilarious. Okay. Yeah, just... The regular run in the mill, like witty comebacks and yeah, 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 hundred percent. Okay, okay. But okay. not stand up. I'm not. No, I'm not saying that they aren't good at stand up. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that's not the, what I would go for. I wouldn't have put that. I wouldn't have like. I wouldn't associate that with black women. Like the mm-hmm. sense of humor or anything. I'm not saying they don't have one or anything, but they're not particularly funny about mm. nothing. Mm. In my opinion, <laughs> you know how sometimes women are like, oh, some of the things I want, I want in a man is for him to be like to have humor. Like, do men ever say that about women? No. I don't, men don't really think women are funny. I need... Mm. I need women to be funny. Yeah, I need you to get me, and I need you to... Because I like to laugh. I, I, I need to laugh. Mm. If it is that you're not making me laugh at all, you're dead. Yeah, but it's different kind of jokes. I mean, in men's I, that's spaces... That's what I said. 100% different type of jokes. Yeah, but it's just this, this different kind of sense of humour. Like, things that women think of... Mm. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's me and my toxic friends or something like that. But man, I don't really find gal funny. Like gal think they're funny, and they're not. It's not the jokes don't land. Like it's not gal ain't really funny, you know. And I don't. That's what, I'm not seeing it as you're setting up a joke. That's why I said it's not. Don't classify it as that. It's the little things they do and how they say something. Like Esther, she's not a comedian. Mm. She's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, but that's just Esther. No, but this is what I'm saying. This that's is not, yeah, but you can't. I can't. That's I, just Esther. I can't give that to all women just because they're women and black. I didn't say all like, women. That's just Esther. I didn't yeah. say all women. That's not. Yeah, that's not a black woman thing. That's Esther. Mm. Koi, I to, to be honest, wait, wait. When you, I'm mm. telling you, when for me, a lot of the uh, East, no, West African women mm-hmm. that I have come across, oh my goodness, and it's because of their culture. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. It is steeped in their culture, their stubbornness, how it is that they will. I, no, I and it, it don't count. It's Esther, Esther don't know if she's funny, bro. So it doesn't <laughs> even count. Like it don't even count. 
Esther has not got a clue how funny she is. That's the best type of humor for me. But that's, you, that's the best type of humor for me. But are you sure Esther don't know? Esther knows you. Know? Nah, man, she don't. She I don't says think some, she would qualify herself she says as a funny, stuff, but I know for, uh, a, I know for a fact she has not got a clue. <laughs> she's just living life. <laughs> she's just existing. 100%. And that's, that's, that's what I'm talking about. It's the everyday humor yeah. that, for me, 100% um, black women have it. 100%. Mm. And it wouldn't be classified, oh, I'm a comedian. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. She, she's not going to take that on the road. She's not going to feel as though, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me go and um, go through the circuits a bit. Mm -hmm. Let me let me, me test my t material. No. <laughs> but if someone starts piping up in the crowd, she'll finish them. Mm -hmm. And that would be the <laughs> that would be the, the part I clip up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I'm talking about. All right, all right. So, um, so wait, what what are some of the other ones you had? No, I just said another one. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking in real time. All right. All right. The next one I had was, um, well, I had two, to be honest. They're fiercely protective. Mm. Um, and the third one is the ability to evolve intellectually is crazy. Mm. Mm. Crazy. Mm. Sometimes I use it for wickedness, but come on. <laughs> Your wickedness. But it's crazy. Intellectual levels mm. and the, the ability to retain that and apply that in, in different ways. Mm. Crazy. I love it though. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, that is true. That is true. Um, okay. You know, let, let's let's go on to some some things that are kind of like areas of, of improvement. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna stay on the Rebecca's one. And she said, um, too selfless. So it seems like we always put others before ourselves, even to our own detriment. What do you guys think about that? Is that something that we would urge black women as a whole to kind of be like, look, work on this particular thing? Because if you did kind of sort this out. They're too what? They're too uh, selfless. So that told them I'm with a baby mama drama. These are sick. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but, but maybe one, one could argue they would give the man more stress. If if they weren't, you know what I'm saying. Oh no! Again, yeah, because this mm -hmm. is the same thing that happened when you when we were doing it about the men. Like yeah. we say things, but in the way my brain works, yeah, it doesn't think like that. I like credit things to like individuals. Yeah. I'm not tying everybody with the same brush. I don't think just because you're black, you're funny, mm -hmm. or just because you're black, you're intelligent or you're special. I don't believe that shit. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, there's special people that are. Of that kind of, you get what I'm trying to say? So a lot of the stereotypes that we play into, wherever, like, they are there for a reason and they are real, but I just don't, I, I just can't across the board say, yeah, just because you're just this, because mm. you're black and all that. Like, I can't I can't do all that, you get me? So there are stuff that, they are true and all that, but I've, a lot of them are things, these things, I think they're stereotypes. And so mm. I was asking you last time, what are the stereotypes that are actually real? Like, what mm. are the actual, not the things that we just say, because enough of the stuff that we say, we can take and claim it if we want, but other people do them too. Mm. Yeah, but certain people could do them to such a degree that you kind of are the ones known for it. Though. Like the standard bearers yeah. of it. Yeah, that's true. You know I mean? That's facts. That's definitely facts. What do, what do you think about this, um, not negative, but this area of improvement? Again, by Rebecca, yeah, she says communication. So sometimes we can't be, at, we can't be the best at communicating our feel like, feelings. Example, either it's silence slash passive aggression, or we express disappointment or hurt through anger. See, again, I think that's not fair to put on black women. It's all women. Mm. Mm. Would you say that they communicate their feelings too much, Emmanuel? Too much? Yes. 
I feel like black women know how to communicate their feelings. Like, I believe so. Also. I, I believe mm. they do. Like, I'm not going to lie. When they got a problem, they got shit to get off their chest, they're going to tell you. You're going to mm. know about it. And even if it's not rooted in... In what? <laughs> I ain't saying that. You try to sit me up. <laughs> it's still communicated. Yeah, no, it's facts. This is how I feel. So this is real. Hundred <laughs> percent. I ain't saying that, man. <laughs> and 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 also, sorry. I guess this could be a positive, depending on how it is that you look at it. But mm-hmm. this could also be bondage um so take with a take this with a pinch of salt right mm-hmm. um for me they are more fiercely loyal to dating black mm. and building black mm-hmm. um to their detriment many times than black men are okay do you think that that is uh, an honest take They would, yeah, they would but, but the men, the black, so the men, black men are with white guys and this that, and next. Black Even men though are, this might be the best thing for them. No, black men are way this. more on interracial flow than, than black women. So that's you, you, I don't even know why you paused. You should have no, said yes. No, <laughs> the, the, the reason why, the reason, reason why yeah, I paused, yeah, is because um, I, I agree with you. I, th- I think that's definitely the case. But I was, I was trying to think about the reasoning. Is again, is this a black thing or is this a man, a woman thing? Because sometimes, because a man might just think, ah, oh, you know what. Let me, like a woman is a woman. It might I mean? be a black man thing. I feel like white men will stay in their race more, mm. isn't it? White men, white men stay, white men stay in their race more. That white men true. be, they like the snow. They be staying on snow. Mm-hmm. You get me? The black, yeah. It's the black man who on this variation flow. Black man moving like, <laughs> <laughs> black man moving like they need variation <laughs> to, to thrive. You get what I'm yeah, trying yeah, to say? Yeah, yeah. But let me live. <laughs> let me live. You can't let me live. It's trying to hold me back. You get me? I, see, that's, that's the thing when I was talking about stereotypes. I think that's actually a real thing. I don't think that's just a stereotype. I think mm. that's, I think we've seen that play out in real life. I think that's real. That's mm. more... Yeah, I think that's more of a, the, a black man thing. Yeah, far more open to exploration than black women. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. So, okay, so, so I don't want to use the word content, but there... And maybe it's loyal... Uh, a better bondage, word? It's bondage, it's bondage. Bondage. <laughs> <laughs> it's bondage. <laughs> You know, because one one of my areas of improvement yeah, that I was thinking is, I feel like sometimes black women don't always think long term enough. But at the same time, it's a it's a two edged sword because because to some degree, in in the same example that we're giving, they do. You know what I'm saying? Where it's it's like <clears throat> all I see is my future with a black man, and I, and I think that's the most beautiful thing, and one of the most beautiful gifts that they can give us as a community. You know what I'm saying? Because it it means our our very existence is 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 you know what I mean is dependent on them, and we know they've got us. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like regardless of the nonsense we do, I still only see my future with you. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But at the same time, the reason why I mention it as an area of improvement is because sometimes I feel like the standard, and this is one of the things people might get on to me about this, right? But I feel like the standard sometimes that black women accept isn't the most helpful for themselves and for men. You mean the standard of black men? Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? There's certain things that I think they, they may allow that they shouldn't. And of course, as a black man, we may be like, oh yeah, thanks for the great start thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But 
sometimes that that kind of messes up the incentive to improve and be better. You know what I'm saying? Because you're so accepting of us. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's a beautiful trait to have, but it's also, like most things in life, too much of it can be hindering to all of us. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah. But again, that is also like a a positive that that they only see their future with us. You know what I'm saying? And I think if black men also thought the same way, we'd be much better for it. Um, no, I, think black women, I think black women are. I think that's probably like they're probably like the best like cheerleaders. Mm. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Out of the out of the women races, I think that like the black women's they support their people and like prop them up and like like to the to the untinth degree, like to the brim, and like anyone, and that's not even just reserved for like black people either. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Like that's why you always say, always inviting people to the cookout and stuff like that. Like if they if they rock with you and they're gonna support you, yeah. That's some of the best support. That's some of the best support you can have. They're gonna move like your things lit. Mm, like yeah. you get me, hundred percent, definitely, hundred percent. All right, I'm I'm, I'm gonna um, go to Nightfall. Big up Nightfall, and he said his number one positive is um, I absolutely love black women's ability to empathize with us black men. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we go through things in everyday life, at work, or just in society in general that sometimes we don't know how to communicate. Yet, they are there with their understanding. They intuitively know um, what we're going through and what we need. And even believing in you before even you even believe in yourself, which is kind of what you were saying. I think that's that's a, a fact right there. I think that's a fact there. Um, yeah, man. Um, he also said number two is their ability to make the most out of situations. If, if things aren't going too well, they somehow find a way Sorry, my f- um, they sometimes find a way to make you feel like it's okay and we'll get through this. And if things are going well, they can maintain and improve the vibes. What do you guys think? I hear that. Was that speaking to like black people's resourcefulness and stuff as well? I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was somewhat um, touched on one of my positives as well. Um, shouldering, shouldering responsibility. Because obviously we, we know... We know uh, certain things that black people have gone through in it. How um, there's certain things in place that systematically destroy black families, be it in the UK, especially in America, around the world. But black women, even when you're not asked to, they just recognize that this is my role now. And they, f- they just jump into the, into the role straight away. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To do their best to, to, to uphold that family and make sure that we have a tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think other races, yes, one could argue, oh yeah, this may be just adaptations from human beings, this, that, and the third. I don't necessarily think so. I think the the divinity in black women allows for that to be something that's real, you know what I'm saying? I feel like certain, I don't want to make this about other races, but certain other races may, may be done out here. <laughs> if, if, <laughs> if this was left to their women, you know what I'm saying? 100%. But black women, it's just something about them, like, understanding, okay, you know what? This needs to be done and I'm gonna fix it, I'm gonna do it, you know what I'm saying? Regardless of what it is, no matter how tall that mountain may appear, they feel like there's something, and I think I think this is also um, another positive, that when you're with a good black woman as well, you feel like you can do anything, mm. you know what I'm saying? 
And I think that's some of that. I feel like that's some of that trait coming into it as well. They can do it, but when they're with you, couple like, yeah, you're invincible, man. Let me piggyback off that point, bro. <clears throat> I mean the baton. Mm-hmm. So I agree, but I think I want I want it known that we aren't just talking about when black men have ducked out and then For black sure. women have had to basically raise mm-hmm. the family, right? Or raise what's left. Mm-hmm. It's even when that woman is with a good black man and that black man is oppressed, mm-hmm. he is incarcerated, um, he's made to feel lesser than, she just cuts through Facts. clean. Facts. Clean. Mm-hmm. And not even complaining, she just gets on with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. And yeah, that whole point of she will make you feel as though you can conquer the world, mm-hmm. even though 100%. you could be absolutely bollocks. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, for real. For real. Yeah, man. But 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 that's sometimes that's what you need, though, isn't it? Like yeah, 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 seeing yeah. any goal, that delusional yeah. motivation. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And you can yeah. never say, "Oh, you didn't support me." Hundred percent. What? It's rare, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Granted, of course, on the individual level, this time the third. You are moving like you're getting your shit off. The ladies in the chat are saying this sucks. What was it? The <laughs> 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 ladies in the chat are saying what the hell is this I think we were responding crap. to... We were responding to didn't you read out something from somebody? Yes, yeah. And yeah. That, that was a, a person's opinion, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, no, they're just saying that... They, 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 they're like, the positives ain't, ain't positive in or something. Oh, serious? They're just saying... I don't know, let me see who's saying this. Sorry, good morning, caller. Yeah, good morning, caller. How are you? What are your thoughts? Hello. Um, how's everyone doing, Pascal? Pascal. Um, what do what do, do? Yeah. First time caller? Nope. No? Yes. yes. First time. Okay. First time. Thank you for calling. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. I, I, think, I think this conversation is why uh, black trash. Sorry, what? <laughs> Say that. I, I, I think the reason we're having this conversation is why black men are trash. Mm. And the reason, the reason why I'm saying this is because when you actually think about it and what black women have done in terms of the workspace, um, basically promoting diversity and inclusion and basically representing themselves within the middle class and continuing to do this. Mm-hmm. And yet, what we've pushed on black boys has been the complete opposite. We've actually pushed on this idea of black excellence. And I understand the idea of it, which is um, in terms of wanting to have black boys represented, again, in media and sports and entertainment. But this has actually pushed on black boys a strict division within class. What you have now within black boys is this idea that, again, there's not push to STEM fields, um, academia, teachers, all of these, these things as sub for black boys. So what we have for black boys is basically the working class. And they have people who are sports entertainers. And then when you do have boys entering this middle class, what, what happens to them? They have this disdain for black women, but they say, oh, they wouldn't have got me when I was, you know, in school. 
I would they would have um they they basically adopt adopted white talkers. What what black women have done when they've entered this space, they've included diverse they've again promoted diversity and inclusion. Anytime we're talking about Pascal, one, one, one second. One, so, sorry, yeah. Have you got the show on in in the background? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's messing up your connection. Are you sure it's messing up your connection? Mm. Or if you can call via WhatsApp on Wi-Fi, because it's breaking up. Yeah. So every other word is cutting out. So I'm not following what he's okay. saying. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll call back. Thank you very much, Pascal. Thank you. Just call back quickly. Nice. Yeah, man. Hopefully, obviously, Pascal calls back yep. and then you can um, dissect what you're saying. I would like to hear it. As in... Mm -hmm. Hear it properly. Yes. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Okay. Before um, Pascal calls back, right? Um, Nightfall gave us a number three, man. You know what I'm saying? Because there's, there's loads of positives. But I told him to keep it down to, to, to three. All right. And basically said... So he had more. He had more. All right. He had more, man. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he said they're beautiful, alluring, and disarming. You know what I'm saying? And their compliments hit like crack. <laughs> Big up Nightfall, man. Hey, you, you you can't you can't can't dispute that, man. The black woman is the most beautiful of all women on the planet, man. Without doubt, I don't even think there's a second place. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> there's no, it's a it's it's just black women and everybody else do your own thing. You know what I'm saying, if we got time, we'll turn up to your event, but. Black woman, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So we got the black woman, hundred percent. Um, cool. His areas of uh, accountability. Yeah. Sorry. Ah, uh, okay. okay, you. Pascal. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. All right. Good morning, Pascal. Let's let's try it again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do I have to go through everything again? Mm, no, you don't have to go through everything. Just the last few bits. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So again, what you're talking about uh, with black women, again, what they've done in terms of, again, pushing the conversation forward, mm -hmm. regards to what black people need to be doing. It's really just been them in the forefront. Mm. Um, I think maybe like a, a several months ago, you've had, again, within this time span, black women have come on. Um, you had the uh, politician. I forgot. I forgot uh, the sister's name. Um, you've had a couple of black women have come in um, talking about, um, again, um, how um, this kind of uh, process regards to abortion, I believe. Um, um, again, when you're talking about pushing this conversation forward, it's been exclusively black women. Yeah. If I'm gonna, like, I heard the first half of the conversation on Friday, and to be honest, I was going to go in on black men, yeah. uh, but I thought, let's keep on a positive thing. <laughs> Brothers are still talking about if uh, if gun is a snitch, <laughs> this, is, this, is this is literally what we're still talking about. This is literally what brothers are still talking about. We have not pushed the conversation forward. Mm. I mean, like, Mark just said it, right? A uh, couple, a uh, couple uh, minutes ago. I have to get the diversity inclusion thing. Let's get the latest things, man. Literally, this is what black brothers are saying. Constantly, <laughs> constantly. This is crazy to me. It's crazy. And then, again, what you guys are doing in terms of today's conversation, you're not highlighting the differences in terms of how women or black women are doing so much better than black men yeah. to a point of, to, 
Okay, there's certain things that are, you know you can probably go in black women a little bit about with regards to how they've kind of ostracized and hypermasculinized black men. Uh, that's one thing I'll kind of give us an over improvement. They need to kind of um, improve on that front. But again, when it comes to these conversations about pushing the actual conversation forward, it, there isn't even I don't even know what, what we're talking about. Here. Mm. Yeah, I, I hear you. Uh, I hear you. Yeah. So, so okay. Yeah. How 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 would um, how would you suggest the first thing yeah that you think black men can do to better assist black women in that? I I think again I think we we what we need to do as black men is constantly again I, I know there is there is a position with that we have hold within the society of again we are afraid to talk it. It's a bit different when, again, within women within the Western world, they have the they have the ability to talk about certain issues, and again, stay in that position. And if they do experience any type of ostracism or racism, they're able to call it out and not feel the same burden as black men. I do agree, but this doesn't change the fact that black men need to do this. Mm. One thing that we're seeing. Uh, with regards to these talks about diversity and inclusion, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to see where black men are included in these conversations. I, I, I literally don't see any type of representative. I mean, look, a, a good example of this, right? You go to, um, let's say, like Piers Morgan show. Mm. He's got, you had um, the, the brother Mizzy on there. This Morgan called him an idiot for five minutes. Idiot. This guy's an idiot. You're a complete idiot. You're a complete idiot. And yet, again, there wasn't any type of, from what I saw, there wasn't any type of black men to come to this brother's, this young boy, this young black boy's defense. There was no, there was no black man to come in to this young black boy's defense. There wasn't any black man that he felt confident enough to go on that show with to represent him. There wasn't, there wasn't any on us. But what you do have on Piers Morgan's show, you got, again, he, I, don't, I don't know who, who he decides to pick, but you see a bunch of black women there who are coming to the defense to a point that they're starting to look like caricatures. And I hate this type of representation. I, I literally hate this type of representation because it looks like, again, what it looks like is this black women are, com, um, uh, are basically def- having to defend a lot of things where... Piers Morgan would have talked the same way he talks to a lot of black men. But because again, because he's doing it to uh, women and we live within this, again, this patriarchy and he feels that he can do this, you know, um, he, he's, he, he, he does this. Mm. There, there's no reason why, again, Piers Morgan should call Mizzy an idiot for five minutes straight and there, there shouldn't be any type of reference. Yeah. I, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. I think you're you're making you're making some excellent points, man. You know what I mean about um, how I guess we can kind of further the um, conversation and um, take on responsibility, at least at yeah. least as black men. You know what I'm saying to to support our, our women out there. You know what I'm saying because like you like you're pretty much um, saying. Well, this is the point I'm getting from it is that um, they're pretty much holding down the fort. Yeah. Man, you know what I'm saying and and pushing everything yeah. forward for us. You know what I'm saying when we could do a, a yeah. whole lot better. You know what I'm saying. All right. They, they, they... At, at this point, there does need to be a real effort in terms of 
us focusing on again black uh, for black men because from what I see, I don't see the I don't see. I don't see what people are seeing. I, I don't see the, where we are in terms of society for black men as this This is a great part. I'm from Croydon. Stabbings are going on at a ridiculous rate. And we, we know who are the, um, who are the victims mm. and also the perpetrators of this. Yeah. I, again, we've got maybe a few um, people within government that are represented by black men, mm-hmm. but again, it, it, again, black women who are trying to bring out this conversation and actually try to push these things forward in terms of what we need to do. Oh, yeah. it, it's um, black, black men, again, if you want to, for black women, I, I'm, I'm struggling to find areas of improvement. There's mm-hmm. only one thing I will say again is a lot of them, when it comes to black men, this hyper um, hyper masculinity of what we've pushed, what black women have pushed upon black men, mm-hmm. that's one thing that I, I don't like, and they need to address that. They do, do need to address mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. But, yeah. uh, th- thank you for giving a yeah. like a balanced, um, you know, what I mean, opinion and an answer about everything, man. I hope everyone got the point of what you were trying yeah. to say because obviously you're just talking about you're pretty much edifying and, and, and bigging up the the black women out there for for um, yeah. presenting us, man, and giving us a. Giving us hope, you know what I'm saying? And how us as black men need to basically have the same type of mindset and support them in that plight. You know what I'm saying? So we can all get further. Yeah. But yeah, man, thank you very much yeah. for calling Pascal, man. And Pascal, Mizzy's the bum bum head. Um also I wanted to mention um uh, a positive that Rebecca mentioned. And this is this is more so um specific to, to African-American women. And basically she said, I don't think there's a, any type of person more imitated than an African-American woman. We can see, you know what I'm saying? Um, I didn't really want to mention her examples <laughs> that she gave in when it comes to the comedy areas, but I will, because I know, anyway, I won't say anything else. But she said, we can see this in comedy and media, men dressing as black women, example, Maya Lawrence, Jamie Foxx, Tyler Perry and them. But also language as well, constantly changing and updating slang. That's okay. You're gonna you really want credit for Big Mama. <laughs> <laughs> but I we get the point. We get the point. That's what you're trying to make. The, and and I think I think that's the case, man. There isn't there isn't many um is anyone imitated as much as black women in America, man? Black women in America. What do you guys think? Either way, the black woman overall is imitated, man. You know what I'm saying? Hundred percent. Um I wanna give another um, mention another positive from my good brother Tariq as well right and he basically said black women let me, in fact let me just start off his whole his whole thing basically and he said black women what the world would be without them cannot even be envisioned for a second facts man whether it's their strength resilience or their inner beauty the forever that the forever shines through you know what I'm saying and these are the positive um, attributes Number one, self-respect. She said black women exemplify attributes of self-respect in every part of society. They exude grace, strength, and courage. While she respects others, she doesn't please them at the expense of her well-being. You know what I'm saying? It's 100%. Big up black women. You know what I mean? Self-respect. You also said something that you mentioned as well, Marks, yeah? Nurturing and compassionate. You know what I'm saying? A great black woman is always filled with selfless love and care. I feel like they consider the needs of others 
um, important and sometimes thinks of them ahead of her own, of their own. When she's nurturing, she can give your individual needs, um, she can see your individual needs, pardon me, at a given moment and know just what to do or say to make you feel better. The act of generosity, they have this desire to be compassionate and they listen attentively before speaking their mind when giving advice. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, some of the things he mentioned there sounds like an uh, individual thing, but that's his experience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it, huh? Listening attentively. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, exactly. But it's a beautiful thing that at least, like, with all the black women that you've interacted with, like, that's that's a common theme that you've, you know what I mean, you've experienced. So big up the black women for that 100%. Um, areas of improvement, he mentioned, is um, passive-aggressive and lack of conflict resolution. I think this is a, a good... Um, um, submission. He said, at times, some can come across with indirect anger and hostility. It sometimes leads to them basically avoiding conflict while not seeing that their actions is now inflicting further damage into the relationship or the discussion, you know what I'm saying? Which makes them sometimes come across as stubborn and dismissive. Avoiding conflict? Yeah, well, no, lack of conflict resolution. Yeah. Just basically... <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, big up Tariq for that. Um, what was I going to say? There was another one I wanted to read um, on Instagram. And basically, th those were pretty much something that, um, that everyone's kind of mentioned, to be fair. But that was from somebody that said, black women 100% resilient and intelligent. So like you mentioned before, Brent. But also, she mentioned um, in the area of improvement, Taking accountability. That was a she? Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh the man didn't do that? No, nah, this is from a black woman, man. This is from a black woman. She said, you know, positive attributes, resilient and intelligent, but in the area of in, um, improvement, taking accountability. But yeah, man. Um, I didn't want to... Uh, I feel like I feel kind of conflicted about mentioning this. But wait, it's, not, it's not the biggest deal in the world, but I feel like... It kind of it kind of ties in with what Pascal was saying, right? And I feel like some of the women were kind of saying earlier on in the chat, and and this is that. I just I guess this is some of the positive of black women, but also it kind of shows how black men are not necessarily doing what they should be doing. You know what I'm saying? And this is in terms of the responses I got right from from last week compared to this week, far more when it came to black men, far more. Women was out there, you know what I'm saying? The black man, these are the positives. Yes, her area of improvement, this, that, and the third. But they were, they were talking, you know what I'm saying? When it came to this one now, I got less submissions. You know what I'm saying? I think there were some beautiful, all of them were, were brilliant submissions. But it was something that came to my mind, didn't it? And I thought, you know what, mate, this is what sometimes they're talking about, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's something that we definitely need to take on board, man. Yes, I believe that black men are there for black women, but I feel like... Across the board, if across the board again, this is not us as an individual level, but all of us, if all black men were kind of there for black women, like they're there for us, I think the world would be a better place for us. You know what I'm saying? We'll have a better tomorrow, man, a better future. But um, but yeah, big up the black women forever. You know what I'm saying? Like I said before, there is no greater representation of God than a black woman, man. <clears throat> so, based on the sample size, what did you glean from that? It could it be that our audience mm -hmm. in the community in which you asked the question, yeah, 
No, it, it wasn't. It wasn't just the community. It was on Instagram as well. All right. So most of the people last time, I think, was on Instagram actually. Yeah. They gave me responses. So yeah. you expected there to be more comments and submissions from black men than you had from black women the other day. Um, not necessarily. Not, yeah, yeah. Not, not, not in comparison to the women. As in, it should be more than what the women gave, but just more than what I got. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And so in my mind, I was kind of thinking, mate, is it, is it because it was Sunday? So people, you know what I mean? I was, I was trying to find reasons, I'll be honest with you. And maybe, maybe that was the reason, you know what I'm saying? But it was just something that, that hit me and I, and I noticed it, you know what I'm saying? And I didn't really feel too good about it. But um, I think yeah. what, would be, would be, what would be more interesting is getting a, like, like a group, let's say of 100 mm. um, males and 100 females, mm-hmm. all black, and then setting them the task of doing this. Because you would get 15, you get 50. Yeah, but that's true. the most important thing is what they actually say. Mm-hmm. As opposed to who turned up to say such and such, because mm-hmm. factors could be anything. It could be yesterday was hot. Everybody was out. Didn't see what you this, did. This is it. Do you yeah. understand? So mm-hmm. I I wouldn't read too much into that aspect. Okay, good. But um, yeah, it is interesting. <clears throat> um, before we go, I would like to read out the Queen's contribution, Esther, in in the chat. She said, um, I love the sisterhood of Black women. I feel safest around Black women. I love how we embrace, we compliment, and uplift each other. It feels like we've taken on that responsibility for each other. I think that's definitely a beautiful um, um, positive as well. Um, something to improve, she says, I feel like we're strong, intelligent, and can display amazing strength in so many ways, but we let love break us. We tolerate more in the name of love than we would from anything else. Good morning, Cola. Hello. Good morning, babes. Morning. So not, I had not, to, like, I left the not you, not you focusing on your you you not coming back, but I hear that. <laughs> yeah, because this is why I left. They said uplift black women. People have turned the comments to how black women are amazing in black men's lives. Are you on crack? Yeah. <laughs> 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 One job. Anyway, this is what I love about black women. I love black women's sisterhood. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel the status around women. I love how we uplift each other. I think black women, when it comes to our beauty and stuff, like we've society dictated so much against us. And I see black women intentionally wanting to uplift each other because of how society is treated. And I just think that's such a beautiful sisterhood. Um, so big up black women for that. Um, area of improvement for me is I think black women, like you guys, black women are strong, they're resilient, the way they're able to pick up skills, the way they're able to like elevate through life in workplaces, it's absolutely amazing. I just feel like love is like our kryptonite. Is that is that right? Kryptonite, the thing that breaks mm-hmm. you, right? Mm-hmm. Black love, not just love. Yeah. yeah Sorry. Black love. Black love, exactly. And I feel that if we the same way we have strength in every other area of our lives because women are strong and i don't really like that compliment because it is giving slavery like mark said marks really is for the girls but um i think if we realize strength in love as well we would get treated better mm-hmm. like that is the honest truth i think the standards like have iman said something about standards as well yeah. and i think if we take the standards of how we want to be treated i think the people that you that interact with you will have no choice but to level up because they know they can't get in 
because these are your standards and you're not budging on them. Mm-hmm. One thing, I think that we let love, um, that's the one thing that hurts us, unfortunately. Like I see, because I watch a lot of like dating shows and divorce shows, all that kind of stuff. They're black women who are amazing. Tell you, they're achieving amazing stuff. But when they come on the show, it's like, yeah, he's been doing this to me. And like, it's so weird to see that they're a different person when it comes to love to how they are in every other area of their life. Mm. But um, that would be my area of improvement. What are my areas of improvement? I also think as well, like black women are very, very smart, very intelligent. Yep. And I think that society's, society's stereotyped women and saying how we act on emotions a lot, which is true. But I think sometimes women as well, we, we play into it, mm-hmm. not realizing the strength that can, that does come from moving off logic. Mm-hmm. So I would want if women could, well, that's one area of improvement as well. If women moved off logic more than they did with emotions, but black women are amazing, black women are beautiful, they they show up, they show out, there's just everything, man. Black women have been lit. Right. Um, and maybe it's time to start doing white guys, ladies. So there is that. Let's block that Not part. me, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I had to um, throw that in. Thank you very yeah, much. Have a great show. Thank you very much. Bye. 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 All right, man. That's a good way to end. All right, then. Let's get into more headlines, man. had the mechanisms in place to ensure a fair vote. Sorry. Yep. The mic was muted. Oh, was it? Yeah, so nobody heard about Sierra Leone. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll start again. Thanks. All right, so... Um, Sorry, people. This is an update. Um, Sorry, That's right. So there was, there was, this is an update from last week um, about the election in Sierra Leone, basically where the Sierra Leoneans are awaiting the general election results following a tense campaign. So there was a high turnout with voters speaking to the BBC and telling them that the process overall was smooth despite ballots opening hours late in many areas. There had been concern about potential clashes in the run-up to the vote. And on Wednesday, the main opposition party alleged that one of its supporters was shot dead by police, which the police have denied. Supporters of both main parties have been accused of attacking opponents. Accusations of election irregularities were also thrown on Saturday after the leader of the opposition alleged ballot stuffing and voter suppression in some parts of the country. However, the electoral body had insisted in a press conference earlier this week that they had mechanisms in place to ensure a fair vote. So the voters, for those unaware, are choosing a president, they're choosing MPs and councillors 
in Sierra Leone. And this is the fifth election since the civil war ended in 2002. The 11 year conflicts, unfortunately, man, cost an estimated 50,000 lives. But since then, the country has a tradition of largely peaceful, free, and credible elections. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully they will get the results soon. And um, yeah, man, we will see who the next president is. Um, next thing is um, some news about, some economic news, basically. And this, this is in Zambia, where the president, Hakainde Ishilema, uh, can finally breathe a sigh of relief as the outlines of a deal which was aimed at lifting his country out of debt has been unveiled. So in 2020, the copper-rich country became the first African nation to default on its debt payments during the COVID pandemic. It was burdened by loans and high interest rates that severely restricted the government's ability to invest in critical social programs and infrastructure development, which, as you guys would know, is both crucial for economic growth. So following months of talks, Zambia has now successfully agreed new repayment terms with its state creditors on up to $6.3 billion debt including over $4 billion owed to China. So there had been frustrations for Zambia as negotiations had been slow, with some even blaming China for the delay. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, Beijing denied it. But um, the French president, Emmanuel Macron, um, he, he apparently played a pivotal role in persuading China to agree. And he came out and pretty much hailed the deal as historic. And it's thought that this particular deal could pave the way for other debt-ridden countries to follow suit. So Mr. Hikilema, who is the president, um, said on Twitter um, that the hard work is not over yet. You know what I'm saying? He was just basically recognising that there's more than $6 billion owed to private lenders and that still needs to be tackled as well. His election in 2021 was partly based on a promise to tackle the country's financial woes, which was inherited from his two predecessors, you know what I'm saying, Michael Sata and Edgar Lungu, who had allowed Zambia to take on all these significant um, loans to finance infrastructure projects. Um, yeah, so some some of the money was invested, but obviously some people believe it was lost to corruption as well, which is probably likely in it. But it's, it's at, at the moment, again, it, it looks good uh, um, in terms of this new deal. I don't know all the specifics yet. Hopefully, this is not one of those lopsided things where it kind of benefits China and messes up um, Zambia um, down the line. But for the moment, at least, it looks like it's a good thing. But I'm super wary from when the French pri um, president can come out and start talking about this is historic. You know what I mean? The French, we know what they're about. You know what I'm saying? They'll continue to suck the life out of Africa as, for as long as they can. So I, I don't really doubt that guy's um, opinion. Um, last thing is Uganda. Pick up the Ugandas, Ugandans, pardon me. Um, and pretty much the Ugandan government has announced plans to increase the legal age, man, of consuming alcohol from 18 to 21. So the World Health Statistics 2023 report ranks Uganda among the leading countries for high rates of alcohol consumption and according to the uh, to w, the WHO report it estimated that Ugandans currently consume 12.2 liters of alcohol per person annually which is significantly higher than the global average you know what I'm saying so um, one of their doctors who is the Ministry of Health Commissioner for Mental Health um, Alcohol and Substance Abuse he was speaking to the BBC Dr Hafsa Lukwata and he came out and said that research has, has shown pardon me if someone has not taken an addictive substance by 21, they're much like less likely to use the addictive substances later in life. There has been a public outcry over substance abuse in young people. So I guess obviously the, the aim is if we can ban it till 21, hopefully as a whole, the country the country will obviously reduce the amount of alcohol they're consuming. So yeah, that's it for the headlines. All right, let's get into...
Tipo já não? Yeah. Alright, people. Welcome to the People's Journal, where I give you the news from an economics point of view. Um, there's not much to talk about. Um, basically, last week we spoke about mortgage holders and how they may be affected by the, you know, the current, the most recent um, interest rate hike by the Bank of England. And um, Jeremy Hunt, obviously, Labour was piling on the pressure. And I read out the five points that they were saying that, you know, the government should implement to kind of help the situation. Um, it seems like, well, I, I don't want to say they've taken it on board, but Chancellor, the Chancellor, Jeremy Hunt, has basically said that um, uh, mortgage lenders have agreed they he's they have agreed the government with mortgage lenders have um pretty much to to um give a twelve month break before repossession proceedings start because of these interest rates. Obviously, some people are going to default. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's it's crazy right now. You know what I'm saying? The base rate is five percent. So obviously, when people are doing their for those people who kind of switch uh, when their tariffs are basically done, it goes into variable rates and all that type of stuff. It's going to be crazy. And obviously, the, the best deals right now are all like six plus percent. You know what I'm saying? So, for those people who can't really afford it, because obviously that may mean for some people an increase of like £500 a month. You know what I'm saying? The, um, the government's pretty much agreed with all these mortgage lenders, all these banks to basically hold off for like 12 months before you start doing the whole repossession thing. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you can buddy factor in the fact that it was a lot of these um, problems were caused by the banks anyway. Um, next thing is, um, again, to do with inflation, and this is that Turkey has hiked its main interest rate from 8.5% to 15%, you know what I'm saying, which is crazy. So they've increased it by 6.5 points, you know what I'm saying? The other day we were talking about England, the UK increasing it by 0.5, Turkey has increased it by 6.5, you know what I'm saying? But funny thing about it is that a lot of um, economists were basically saying this is a lot lower than they were actually expecting it to be. So those expecting it maybe about 10%, uh, expecting a 10% increase. Um, for those who don't know, inflation in Turkey is almost 40%. This is crazy. 40% inflation right now. Um, yeah, man, so obviously the people over there are really um, struggling with the cost of living crisis. And hopefully the Turkish leader, you know, Erdogan, can, can do something and um, kind of get things under control. And the last thing I wanted to mention is that according to the latest retail figures, um, a lot of people have been going into the shops, man, and buying new outfits and all those type of things because of the summer, man. More people are buying shorts, you know what I'm saying, Marks? What are you saying, sorry? <laughs> More people are buying shorts, man. Are you one of them? Buying shorts? Buying shorts, yeah. I need to find some. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man. Basically, what they're saying is a lot of people are preparing for the summer, innit? And that's kind I of got people into back into the shops. Well, I didn't, I didn't, I haven't, you know, like every year I do this year, mm. summer just catches man slipping, yeah? yeah. And, then it, and then it gets there, mm-hmm. you ain't got no summer clothes. <laughs> that's what's happened mm-hmm. it happened to me so I gotta go through where the summer stuff are where the shorts are and go and dig them all out and all the t-shirts and swap the clothes around now mm-hmm. so I've got the right clothes to be wearing because everything's just all tracksuits too okay. much but yeah man I think other people have basically had that same idea but they've obviously been there and basically what they're saying is um, after the sun came out right from the second half of May like the sales volumes rose like, a lot stronger than expected and um, yeah, man, it just seems like it's more positive for people actually going back to the shops to buy certain things and, and all that type of stuff. Um, obviously, inflation has kind of been doing this kind of same, similar type of level up and down and, and stuff like that. Food sales um, fell by 0.5%. We spoke about that in May. 
Um, but yeah, man, prices are still rising, um, unfortunately. But inflation has kind of started to ease, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, like I said before uh, many times, just because inflation is going down doesn't mean the prices necessarily will. But yeah, man, that's pretty much it for the People's Journal. What are we getting to now? Motivation Monday. That's it. All right, people. So today's quotes, yeah, are taken from some um, unlike, unlikely sources. But I thought, you know what? It doesn't matter who's saying it. What matters is what's been said. And I just thought, hopefully, this will be motivational for the people as we start this week. You know what I'm saying? And the first one is by an actor by the name of Bradley Whitford, right? If you look Google's name, you know who he is. But he basically said this, and I hope everyone takes this on board, right? He said, infuse your life with action. Don't wait for it to happen. Make it happen. Make your own future. Make your own hope. Make your own love. And whatever your beliefs, honor your creator. Not by passively waiting for grace to come down from upon high, but by doing what you can to make grace happen. Yourself, right now, right down here on earth. Next quote, um, well, the next two quotes is by somebody called Robert Schuller. He's an old school um, evangelist. And basically he said, um, problems are not stop signs, they are guidelines. There's people out there. Remember, your problems are not stop signs, they are guidelines. And he also said, it's better to do something imperfectly than to do nothing perfectly. It's better to do something imperfectly than to do nothing perfectly. I want to read the first one again, if you don't mind. Yeah. And basically he says, infuse your life with action. Don't wait for it to happen. Make it happen. Make your own future. Make your own hope. Make your own love. And whatever your beliefs, honor your creator. Not by passively waiting for grace to come down from upon high, but by doing what you can to make grace happen yourself right now right down here on earth and that's it man all right then hope your monday motivation went well let's get into more headlines all right people so um yo did you know like how big um glastonbury is so that's it's like eight miles long. Like the whole site's about eight kilometers or something like that. It's big. It's crazy. Is it? Is it something like that, isn't it? I'm not too sure about the, the actual like measurements like that, right? But what they're saying is um like it can basically fit like two hundred thousand people on site. And they said there that um uh it covers an area of roughly the size of five hundred football pitches. Mm. That's with 500. It's big, man. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. If you lose someone there, that's it. You're just not finding them until you go home. Yeah, that's it. It's over. It's over. (laughs) But yeah, man, uh, trigger warning here. And this is some sad news about something that occurred at Glastonbury. This is what hence me mentioning it. Um, Police have said that a man in his 40s has died at Glastonbury Festival following a medical incident. That's what they're calling it. Um, The Avon and Somerset police said that they were called to part of the site known as the old railway line at four o'clock in the morning on Sunday. The man died at the scene despite the efforts of emergency services. His next of kin had been informed. The death is not being treated as suspicious, but officers 
are carrying out inquiries on behalf of the coroner. Deaths at the festival, um, like I just said, which is attended by more than 200,000 people, are uncommon. In 2019, though, a 60-year-old security guard working at the event was found dead in his tent, and his death also was not treated as suspicious. But yeah, man. Um, next thing is, and again, sad news. Uh, a man has died after a hot balloon, hot air balloon, fell to the ground, man. I tell people I won't go in there, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Emergency services were called to the Holt Fleet Road, um, to Holt, Holt Fleet Road in Ombersley in Worcestershire um, at 6.20 in the morning. West Mercia police said they had received a, a call that a hot air balloon had deflated and fallen to the ground in a field near the village. Said that a man in his twenties was basically pronounced dead by the paramedics, and the air accident investigation branch are going to be carrying out an investigation. The force said that his family is being supported by specialist family liaison officers, and no one else was injured in the incident. And the last headline is basically somewhat what we talked about earlier, and this is about the weather. And basically, the joint hottest temperature recorded so far in 2023 was hit on Sunday, but conditions are already on the turn apparently. In Lincolnshire, it reached 32.2 degrees Celsius, which is matching the same height seen in Surrey on the 10th of June. Meanwhile, thunderstorms, you know, <laughs> lashed certain areas across Northern England, Scotland, and Northern Ireland. And the week ahead also looks much cooler across the UK. Um, yeah, according to Thomas Schaefernicker, who's um, worked for the BBC, he said that Sunday's heat marked the end of a current hot spell. So, sorry to, sorry to be the bearer of bad news. But apparently that's the end of this current hot spell. Hopefully we get another one. But he also continued um, by saying that the end of the month looks considerably cooler, but we're still on course for one of the warmest Junes in the UK since records began. Some parts of England have been experiencing temperatures akin to the Mediterranean for over two weeks, and the temperature has consistently been warmer than average across other parts of Europe as well. Um, the Met Office said that Sunday's peak temperature um, at Conings Coningsby um, was, was registered in the same location as the UK's hottest ever day when last year, 19th of um, July, they got 40.3 degrees Celsius. So like I was saying, I think July might be even hotter, man. But yellow weather warnings for thunderstorms were in place across much of the north of the country during the afternoon <coughs> with many reporting downpours and hail. Hail, you know. <laughs> but yeah. I see. Would it, would it have been yesterday? See Abdul on his on his on his post on his, his picture in a different money is mm. pissing down with rain. Crazy. That place is crazy, blood. I don't know. They must be on some they must be on like some weather route thing, innit? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, where like, yeah, you know like yeah, the maps where, and where where it, they must be like there. slap because I don't understand how come it just rains there so much. And yesterday was frying. I thought it was hot everywhere. Mm. Like in Alaska and that. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? I see the rain, I said, Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, madness. But yeah, that's it for the headlines. Right, before we move on, mm -hmm. so there's a little bit of um disturbance in the chat. Right, what? So tomorrow, please listen carefully. Tomorrow, for the first 15 minutes of the topic of the day segment, mm -hmm. we are going to one open up the lines for all of the men who felt that they weren't able to call in and just focus on the positives of black women without centering um, black men in it. Cool. Also, you can send in via text, 
via email any of your submissions for us to read out tomorrow, the first 15 minutes. I don't want to hear a lick if it is we get no submissions or if we get no calls mm-hmm. because you're, y'all are saying that the men didn't do um, their due and the men are actually saying that too. <laughs> the men are saying it too. So mm. I beg you, the first 15 minutes of tomorrow's topic of the day, please participate. Yes. God damn. I thought you were done your thing, man. God. Obviously, we didn't hear. <laughs> okay. But the submissions, apparently, it, it all sent to the wrong men. Yeah. It, you're saying we're good, but it's because of what we're doing for you. Okay. Yeah. Do you understand? I and I understand the gripe. I get it. I understand the gripe. I get it. Mm. We need some girls here, man. <laughs> yes, Star Crew. You can send a voice note. Good, good, good. All um, right, they're cool. Let's get into reaction. Imagine said they wanted to cancel reaction because they didn't, they didn't do it. Enough justice. <laughs> so the men were saying this, yeah? the, men, the women didn't want to hear about football. Is that what they're saying? <laughs> you don't deserve football. <laughs> you don't deserve it. You have not praised us enough. This is crazy. Mm. We gave them their whole segment, a whole segment, <laughs> just championing queens. <laughs> Mad. But that's kind of what Pascal's start off with. Mm. This is why men are trash. Mm. They, yeah, Pascal was cooking for them as he well. Was. Yeah, exactly. It was just exactly. hard to, to find out. <laughs> that's what he was saying. <laughs> Crazy. All right, cool. I'll make this one quick for the girls. There was under 21 euro action yesterday. Nobody cares about. But Czech Republic beat Germany 2-1. England beat Israel 2-0. Italy beat Switzerland 3-2. And France beat Norway 2-1. That's an under 21 European Championship going on right now. She don't want some football. Um, in avenues, Nicholas Jackson signs for Chelsea. So Chelsea's completed that deal, um, medical and that. I believe he had a release clause. It was like 35 million euros and they've broke it. Um, personal terms are not expected to be a problem. So what's they say? Bournemouth agreed a deal to sign Jackson for 22 million in January, but the 22-year-old failed his medical with a hamstring problem. Hmm, interesting. Very interesting. I don't know what they've seen over there, but cool. Um, what's the latest on this Chelsea stuff? The Koulibaly moves been done. Well, we knew that was done anyway, I suppose. Think yeah. get me. It's been signed, sealed, and delivered for unclosed fee. I think they're all done. Um, Ruben Neves is, has been done as well. 47 million switch. Um, Kante's has been signed off as well. And Mendy. They're all, it's, all, it's all happening. So, yeah, Chelsea with a big clear out. Um, and our last bit of um, sports news is... Brittany Greener is selected as a WNBA All-Star starter. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So she must have been cooking. American Brittany Greener has been selected as a starter in a WNBA All-Star game just six months after being released from prison in Russia. Greener, 32, spent 10 months in Russian custody for possessing cannabis oil before being released in a high-profile prisoner exchange in December. She has played nine times for the Phoenix Mercury in 2023, having missed the entire 2022 season. The All-Star game takes place in Las Vegas on July. So, yeah, big up her. 
And that is the end of the reaction, ladies. Let's get into Donna Air. Yeah? <laughs> mm? You wanted to talk about your bid for Caicedo? What? I thought United were in for Caicedo. I'm, as a United fan, I don't care about no transfer news. So, I don't know what's going oh, on there. Okay. You can, we, can, we can unpack it though. You can talk about it because you can see what's going on. It's not the same if it is that you don't care about it. Hmm? It's not the same because my United is not my, my team. So, no. Yeah, sorry to disappoint you United fans, but I'm not going to get excited about any transfers in this window. We're just not involved. We're sitting down on the bench just watching watching the game pass us by. You get me? Um, did you see Chelsea refu- refuse that third bid for Mount? Yeah. And I see y'all like, all right, we're going for Caicedo then. And then Chelsea was like, wait, 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 but that brief um, memo didn't you know, translate over to the United fans because they started be like, all right, cool, we'll show you who's talking now. And then they started basically doing up teams as to what the line, lineup was going to be like. And y'all were going to cook next year if it is you got Kaiseido. No, no, forget Kaiseido. Anyone who gets Kaiseido is going to cook. The kid's only 21. You get me? Anyone who gets him is going to cook. Man United more than Chelsea. Hmm? Man United more than Chelsea. Oh, we don't no. know what to expect from Chelsea. Huh? We don't know what to expect from Chelsea. I, I know to expect good things, man. I think Poch is decent. Poch knows the lay of the land. He's got young players there. He's got good fullbacks that he likes. He's got good midfielders. If you got a, a midfield of just like Enzo and Caicedo, of course they're gonna cook. They're hundred percent gonna cook. I, I don't know what I don't know what hate you've got in your blood or what you've got things going on with Chelsea. Forget everything you know about that. Forget everything that happened in the last season. Forget it. Draw a line in the sand. And just look at it with fresh eyes and move forward. Don't let that hate in your blood lure you into a full sense of security. We we don't know what they're gonna do, but it's not. It shouldn't be. It's not bad over there. Like you know what I'm trying to say. Like we don't know what's gonna happen. Cool, but it's not like it's not bad. They they're in. They're, let them live, man. They're all right. They're all right. I'm not doing that. And I think I think anything will cook with Casado. There's no chance that if if United didn't pull the bid out in it. Yeah, so they're saying the bid's still on the table, isn't it? So if Chelsea are serious about the Caicedo, then they just let Mount move. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? That like, so I don't. I'm not putting no stock in that. I'm not putting no stock in no transfers until they're done. And even with the Mason Mount one, they're just being stupid. So it's like that's not even a big deal. If United are going to show sense, then all right, cool. We just won't bid. And if you don't want him, if you don't want to sell him, we'll just wait. Possibly pick him up next year. You never know. We could have moved on by then. But again, that's not really a. That's not really a big deal. For me, it's only a big deal is if we go over the odds and pay for it because I just think he just didn't need to. But Mason's decent, you know. I think we're forgetting because he ain't played in so long and because he was injured and he ain't um he ain't been in the um, starting lineup and all that. But I think we're forgetting that Mason's decent. You know, I would like, yeah, which would be funny just because Chelsea are taking the piss, which is never gonna happen. But if we say if they say all right, cool, look, take Mason, yeah, and then we get the Mason done. Yeah. And then we still go for Casado and take him too, you get me? That's what I'd like. Remember, Casado's a United fan. That's his dream to play for United. I know obviously money and that changes all these people's dreams and but things. You you're gonna pay him. So that's not that's not a thing. Yeah, it's true. But I don't know whether they got I don't think they got the bread to go for both of them. I think they did they, they do. How much you guys get in on Anna for? They want 40 
million maybe 40 and million. I, I don't even think you've stopped buying or selling when it started selling precisely so this the suggestion that you wouldn't have the money you would have the money for Caicedo well if people would make the money for Caicedo no if people was interested in our players with the fans 100% if people was interested in our players then we would have sold already didn't it I don't know I think you're going to send some players yeah, before, at what price? Man? I remember Man United always get fleeced in the market. There's people just mug us. There's a Man United tax when we're buying. They want to mug man when we're selling. You get me? I don't know the recruitment needs to sort it out. Like, so there's not who. Um, McTominay, maybe. You know what? Fred at a cut price. I can see a team wanting to take him as well. Um, and then them other ones, you'll just like. There's no like real like there's no one that anybody wants. That's like Marshall's up like no one who wants these players. That's what are these players so gonna do? Dire. Yeah, it's cause they're not good, but man, we've been telling you this for years. And he can't be moving on. We've been telling you like that we've been overachieving, doing all this stuff with, with, a, with, with, with a bad team. Hmm? You say bring back Mason. That's their that's their decision to make, man. Doesn't make you can say it as many times as you want, doesn't make a blind bit of difference to me. If they if they agree to play him. You make your cook again. Huh? You make your cook again. I don't know, man. He was turning up in, in lockdown. So he was playing in front of like no crowds and Europa and all that. So it was a bit different. He's, um, yeah, he's yet to be seen what he could do. Full crowds, you get me, consistently. And then plus with everybody on his back like that. Yeah. Mm. No, it's not. It's, it's not the best for you guys, man. Hmm? Best for you guys, man. Well, whatever, man. We'll either sell him and get a fee or we'll pay I'm not him. About, I'm not talking about him anymore. I'm just talking about. Well, in general, yeah, man. Why? Because you're not excited about this particular window, huh? You're not, you're not excited about this window. Why? What's there to be excited about? No, the fact that you're not excited is is the problem. The fact that you just said there's nothing to be excited about, I feel for you. Don't feel for us. We're all right. We're selling our team. We've got a good gaffer. We've got decent players. We'll oh, you fine. just said that the players weren't decent. No, the, the, one, the ones, all the ones that are selling, oh, they're not, go. they're not starting out. All the ones that uh, we sell, they can go. I'm saying the ones that are that we're gonna work around, that we're gonna think are decent. Don't feel, don't feel bad about us. What do you think you'll need? Everything, man. Okay. Everything, man. Wingers, midfielders, centre backs, strikers. But don't worry about us, man. We're united. <laughs> don't, don't don't worry about us. We're straight. Mm. I think the most important thing will be probably just um getting the cell over the line, innit? Yeah. And all that other stuff. All that other stuff we'll worry about it after. Yeah, it will, to be honest. Mm. Um, I saw a couple of predictions from, you know, them YouTube um, sport talking heads mm -hmm. uh, about who's going to be top four, or maybe top six next next year. Um, two of them said City, Liverpool, Arsenal. Um, then it was... Who was fourth? It wasn't even United. Was it United? It was United. Mm -hmm. It was United, I think. Or was it Tottenham? I suppose they top four. I think it was United. No trust do you agree trust. with that top four? Mm -hmm. What would you say? Uh, Liverpool. City. Uh, Liverpool winning? No. Just no, give me, the, give me the top four as it finishes. Who's going to win? Yeah. Oh, no, I need a win though. But I think top four would be Liverpool, City... United. My friend, my friend. So far this window, give me a top four. 
What, who's going to win the league? So far, what you've seen of this window, give me a top four. That's not. I'll ask you again when it's halfway through, and I'll ask you again when it's finished. If it's, you, it's a valid question. If you ask me, the, if, if you ask, nothing changes, then I think the league's going to be. I think the, I think the league will be same and finish this year. All right, okay. So still, Man City, Arsenal. No, like the same four, yeah, like up there. I don't know. Arsenal will probably be like fourth or fifth. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be the same four up there. <laughs> if I'm wrong, then I'm going to be wrong. But it's so funny to me that you sort of think because of this, what happened this season, that you are going to be like up there next no, year. No, it's, it's, it's proper, it's it's proper not, hilarious it's the, to me almost. The lack of consistency with your particular take. Why? If you say that if nothing changes, then it should be the same as last season. The same four. And then I said, I said, all right, tell me. You said Man City, and when you realize, wait, me saying the same would mean Arsenal second. No, because you're talking do that. You're talking so about let me our, say fourth. Or no, fourth. I'm not talking about order. I said it would be the I, same four. I specifically asked you for order. Yeah, but I can't give you an order. I don't think that's fair now because like, what we say City's going to win it. It don't make sense. We have, nothing hasn't changed. Nothing hasn't moved along. The season just finished. Nothing hasn't moved along. So why would you go and look about next season? Nothing hasn't moved along. Nothing at all. Not on any team. Not I've Arsenal, heard. not City, not if, Chelsea, not if, Liverpool. If during the season you were making your predictions, you can make the prediction even before the season begins. Yeah, but what's the point if nothing's changed? No, no. It's, it's just the point of answering the question. Yeah, but there's no point. Nothing's changed, bro. Precisely. So if, that's why I asked you. If nothing has changed, then it would be the same, wouldn't it? Okay. Based on your reasoning. So, but what's that mean? No, when you then went to walk through it, you're like, I can't say that Arsenal's going to finish second. So let me say they will finish fourth or fifth. No, it wasn't about that. I said to you, I said it's going to be the same. It's a top four. I don't think Arsenal are going to finish second again. Even if even if it stayed the same now, I don't. I still don't think you're going to finish second. I don't think you're challenging next year, bro. I'm not even interested in this conversation anymore. Okay, cool. But you yeah, ain't, yeah. yeah. But you ain't challenging next year, and I think, I think you'll have more. I think you'll have enough about you to get top four. But we'll see what happens with Champions League and all that. You mm. get what I'm trying to say? But if I had it, yeah. If, if I was gonna, if I was gonna go out on a limb, uh, don't, don't bother going out on a limb. I if mean, I was gonna go out on a limb, no, I'll no, say no, you finish like fifth or six. Who goes out on limbs? Forget about that. I'll say you finish like fifth or six. But again, that could change with the window. You've got more. There's there's more weeks to go. You've got more building to do. You get what I'm trying to say? Timber ain't come yet. You get what I'm saying? So that could all change. Is it? It if, could. If Timber comes, does it change things? Um, that's what you just said, by the way. See, that's what you implied. So no, I'm don't, saying go, more don't go on and say no, you didn't. Oh. I'm saying more people. I'm not saying just one. You've got more Who people else? to wear. Huh? Who was? You don't need any midfielder. Rice? Uh, if Rice comes in, Timber comes in, where do we finish? Um, top four, definitely. Thanks. Yeah, you'll definitely get top four. Cool. Uh, yeah, if Rice and Timber come in, you'll definitely get top four. 100%. You, probably, you won't win though. You're never gonna win the league, but you're never gonna win it again. Sorry, but yeah, you'll get top four though, definitely. Mm. Like certainly, you'll get top four if Rice and Timber come in, hundred percent. I have nothing changes for United. They definitely still finish top four, right? What and other teams make improvements? Yeah, mm -mm, no, definitely no. Oh, okay, no, there's still a lot of the window left to go. So if other teams trying to make strong improvements. There's like there's like six seven teams vying for that spot, bro. Mm. So you got you got to keep on. So yeah, if Man United don't make no improvements and nothing changes, they're not guaranteed top four. No way. Mm. I hear that. It's tough, man. It's it tough, isn't it? Mm. That's why I said it's dire, and I feel for you. Why? Because y'all haven't made any purchases yet. Yeah, but we're United, bro. To be honest, we haven't made any purchases yet either. Yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. But we're United. Hold up, let me get some hands. Yeah, go on, go through. 
Is that a wicked game? That's not on. Water <laughs> 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 always finds his level, innit? Facts. You get me? This ain't like no Arsenal issues. Anybody, any United fans in the chat or whatever, like, there's, like, use up. That's... That'd be from a place of like lack of knowledge for you feeling lack like of that. Knowledge, man. There's no reason for you to feel like that. No like we, we ain't scared. We're fine. I'm scared at all. No, because think about your history of life. Think about your life history through football. When have we not been alright? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah. Peaks and troughs, ups and downs, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But when have when have we not been alright? So you've only got the sample size to go off. So there's no reason for you to doubt what I'm saying. No reason. Mm-mm. None. Well, it's United. I mean, Arsenal. Now, that's a bit different. Yeah. Yeah, because it's Arsenal, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Obviously, it's United. It was it's really Arsenal. In, it was really interesting seeing the the interest from United fans online when the whole Chelsea have rejected the third bid. Oh, now United's in for Caicedo. Like everybody was gassed. Caicedo was better than Mount. Would prefer Mount. So oh, why wouldn't they be gassed? 100 percent. I don't think they're playing the same, same position anyway. It doesn't even matter. No, but what I what I said was that I was very interested in the response. Hence me saying, when you yeah, come but, on today, yeah, I'm but, going to ask you about it. But you're like, nah, I'm not even bothered with that. I don't care about nothing. But I'm saying them fans can... Why would you be surprised that fans are excited that we could potentially get Casado? Why would that surprise you? Casado's cold. So I don't, I don't get your point that you're making. No, I think it was because I can kind of see as to why that particular news would drop. And it wouldn't actually be like kind of rooted in actual fact. Oh, okay. But then the fans just went on like it was. Yeah, but this is what fans do. Okay. Look at Arsenal. Look at the stuff Arsenal fans have been saying online. Like, as you said, we are delusional and we like doing that kind of stuff. <laughs> 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 I didn't know that was what United fans were also into. Football fans are... Fickle creatures. All of them. They're all, they're, they're all alike, innit? Oh, right. So, yeah. They're tribal creatures. That's what they're all doing. They're all alike. So you can't blame the fans for getting excited. And you did say that Kai said it was a United fan. He said it out of his own mouth. But you said it to me. I, did, I didn't know that he said it out of his own mouth. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm letting you know. I'm giving you information. It. Yeah, he said, he said it out of his own mouth. He's definitely, he's definitely a United fan. He said he would love to, remember, he would love to follow um, the footsteps of Antonio Valencia. Yeah. You get me? Yeah. United legend. And you, know and you, did, you did say, oh, I would love if, if we get Mott and we then went for Caicedo. That's just because... I know you Chelsea... don't want to dream, but it sounds like you were... No, that's just the, you want to dream of it. No, that's not because of oh yeah, that's like my ideal midfield. That's just because Chelsea are being rude. Okay. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So because Chelsea are being rude and stupid. You say uh, we'll show you rude and stupid. That's I'm, that's that's my that's my logic behind it. You <laughs> are being rude and stupid. So let's just show you. Let's just go get both of them. But they're not gonna do that. But I would, that's why I would love that because I think I don't understand the audacity to, to, re, to reject that bid is ridiculous. And especially when all the noise coming out of it is that Mount saying he's not signing with you. Like, yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? And like, like, yeah, it's just dumb. It's just dumb. He's got a year left. That's the peas, man. That's how much they paid for Sterling with a year left. 50 million, isn't it? 50 million, 55. Like, that's the bread, man. Like, he was a top player then as well, man. They're just being rude. So because they're being rude and stupid, I want United to be rude and stupid too. Mm. That's all it is. That one will probably still get done because if they're serious about Casado, then they should just let Mount go, in it. Because mm. if not, I'd be happier with Casado than Mount. Mm. Of course. So, why not pack the Mount stuff and just go in for Casado? Wouldn't you like that for United?
I don't know what the Mount. He's like Mount from. He's like Mount from when he was been from when he's been in um, Holland. Mm. He was trying to get he was trying to get Mount on loan out there from I think it was really got FC Twenty or something like that or Utrecht or something. I can't remember where he went, but Mount was banding up up there and um, Ten Hag was like Mount for a little while. So maybe it's just a personal preference thing because even from the outside looking in, you looking and you're thinking, why are these not like what is this? What's this whole Mount like? Why are they so on him for? He's a good player to have though. Don't get me wrong. But I just don't get. It's like after Mount, there's not even like no. Say maybe maybe Onana, and that's even up in the air because they don't know what they're doing with 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 the gay. You get me? It's just like Mount and Onana, really. Any like proper like. So far. But then to just like there's nothing else. I just don't. I don't know what's going on. And that's why I'm not really. That's why I'm not really bothered. That's why none of it really matters until they sell the club. Really, like so, let them just sell the club, and just do what they're doing. I ain't taking no stock in on this stuff. If we get Mount. Cool. If we get Onana, cool. I'd prefer to get a goalkeeper over the line first, like because I think we definitely need one. You get me? Like definitely need one. And then, and obviously a striker and that as well. There's bare things, bro. They're, I don't think United are screwed, man. They can't. They can't concentrate. They can't concentrate no, 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 right you're now. You're United, man. That's why we'll be alright. But That's we can't. Precisely. You're not screwed. No, this window, not screwed in perpetuity. <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say, like just. Just this window here, you get me. We'll be all right, but yeah, they got they got to get that sold done. They got to get that sold done because it's just a myth. No one's not even no one's not even buying players. You get me. So if players was going out the door in the meantime while all this was going on, then you can be a bit more confident that we're to tear. But it's like, what are you not waiting for? What's the what's the sequence of events that you need to wait for to start getting these men out the door? Like, why ain't it happening? Or does that mean? The interest is just ain't there. No one ain't bidding for your players. And that's even harder to get rid of. You get me? So again, this whole transfer window just... There's nothing there, man. United fans wake up every morning, go and check the timeline, check the news. Mm. There's nothing there, man. This ain't for us. This ain't for us right now. This transfer window ain't for us. It's for you, look. You get me? Oh, man, I'm sorry, man. It's all right, man. Don't you don't be sorry for me, man. We're good. Sorry, <laughs> we're good. We're good over here. Mm. And we'll probably... Um, Finish above you got next season anyway. Yeah. Mm. Mm. The way things stand now, if you don't never bought another player and we never bought another player, I think we'll finish above you got next season. Because history dictates that, right? Does it? How many times did you finish above us in the last? How long? This is the uh, first time in that long, was actually, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But based on what it is that you saw last season, it's definitely going to be the case <laughs> that you'll finish above us. Yeah, but we're not going to see that again from last season. Why do you think? No, but you. You need to make your mind up. You're not gonna. You're not. User ain't gonna. User ain't gonna be as good as you was last season. We're a year more experienced with the team that we had. I get. I get your logic. I've, we've gone and through we, this. Uh, I understand. I understand why you're saying it. I don't think it. you do. Huh? I don't think you do. <laughs> For the fact you said just now, if it is that we add timber and rice. Oh no! But I said if you don't sign anybody else, I just had. We just have it. So I don't yeah. mean. So you're saying if it is that we don't sign anybody else, we would finish below Man United. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah I can yeah. see that. Yeah, yeah. Havertz don't do it. Okay. Havertz don't get it done. Okay. I could probably. You know, I'm really excited about Havertz now. Are you? Yeah. Hang I'm on. Doing a lot of research on Havertz, man. Bro, YouTube and the fact clips. That he's replacing Xhaka. I'm ex- so I'm so excited. You sure he's not going to pay in that false nine for Jesus? For Jesus? For Jesus in that rotation? Him and Dash two strikers. But he can. This is the problem. I mean, this is a good thing. He can. <coughs> And then slipping in Trossard for, for Xhaka in that sense. Yes, I, I like it. 
because <clears throat> we we are going to be in Europe, Europe now, mm-hmm. right? We're taking the FA um, FA Cup seriously. Mm-hmm. I like that we have a squad now that's weightier than last year. This is this is good news. Yeah, that's what it's about, building up a big squad. You know what I'm trying to say? That That's definitely what it's about. With quality. With quality. And going yeah. into Europe, you're going to need them. I just... Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about Habits, man. Because like I said, I haven't watched him a lot, but the research I did on the weekend, ah, uh, yeah, he's, he's good, man. YouTube clips are dangerous, um, you know? No, no, no. I'm saying that um, the environment in which he'll be playing in also, Yeah, I think he'll be... Much more profitable than the uh, <laughs> 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 And you know, for footballers, if you feel good, you play good. I think Havertz is decent. I think Havertz is decent. I just, I just don't know how it works. But I am, I am willing to find out. Looking forward to it. Do you think you challenge for a tro- tro- trophy next year? Challenge? I think yeah. we will challenge for a trophy, yeah. No, the title, I mean, the league. Um, I think so. I think so. Uh, Liverpool? Whew. Yeah, and I think they're going to cook next season, right? Yeah. So it'll be Liverpool, Man City, and Arsenal all cooking. I don't see Chelsea. Yeah. Um, I don't see United yet because, like I said, I'm not seeing you all doing anything different. Yeah. Can I see Newcastle? No, I don't see Newcastle. Um, even though I see Newcastle as in turning up on a day for many different teams. But I still don't see them as there, there, there. Not like how I see Liverpool. Not mm-hmm. like OIC City. And I would love for them to prove me wrong next year. So you see the top, you see it as Liverpool, City, Arsenal. Is I see that... it as City. Yeah. It's uh, between Arsenal and Liverpool. It's going to be a, a tough one. Oh, so you say City, you see City running away with it and you see... A I, don't th- I don't see them running away with it. Okay, not running away with it, but I'm saying... you would. I you... even think that they're going to be losing some points that they, they didn't lose this year because Liverpool's back. And Newcastle is there. I'm not sure what's going to happen to Brighton. Aston Villa, whoo! Aston Villa is going to cook. Aston Villa is going to cook. They're going to take some points off some teams. And Arsenal are going to cook, 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 cook. <laughs> 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 so Man City, Man City are going to drop some points. So you're saying you're not worried about the Brightons, the Brentfords? I'm always going to be worried about those games, but not in a sense where I fear that we will lose them. I'm more confident going into them this year, because they've they've lost a, a couple of players, right? And I don't know what the replacements are saying yet. Uh, so yeah. I'm confident going in those those particular games. But 100%, I, I see Arsenal still up there. I didn't say winning it, but 100% vying for those top three positions. And it's going to be very close. Like it's going to be like a, a needle or a, or a hair between the three of them, the three big dogs. Okay, well, we're gonna I w- start setting a new water level. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, yeah. I don't see it, mm. but you see, if I'm wrong, mm. then I think Arteta could finally be given a man who was a decent manager. Mm. Like, you get me? So not yet. The fact mm. that he's brought the culture and the spirit back. The fans are back in the stadium singing. That alone is good for any team, to be honest. Because you can now look through our team and you can see viable players that would court interest from other teams. 
You got to do it for me, man. A lot of players come into the league, sometimes top players come into the league and we see them, like Kevin De Bruyne's, David Silva's, one or one, not first year, second year, third year. Like we see them for who they are. Yeah. Yeah, consistency. But you can't, you can't, you can't give them that mantle until yeah. until they arrive, mm. innit? You know what I'm trying to say? Mm. Arsenal fans with Arteta, usually I try to give him the mantle and he hasn't arrived. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm. Like he's not better than... Brendan Rodgers, like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, he's not better than these men that have won things, these men that have done things, built mm. up teams and played in the league. Like, he's not better than these gaffers. He mm. can't be mm. because he's new. But mm. because of the good job that he's done or whatever the last, that last season, mm. you don't want to... He can't take the mantle until mm. he proves it. Like, mm. he's not, he's not, he hasn't arrived. He's not there yet. He's mm. got potential. He's all right. He's good, mm. but he's not there yet. There's better gaffers that are better than him just because of facts, because mm. of their careers. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But I think it's difficult to use that as a measure if you're just basing on careers. A lot of managers that are better than others who have won or bare things in the past, you were like, but they're better because they've won stuff. I hear that. But in this particular Space, present day, yeah, 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 they you, can't basically translate that to the modern game. Yeah, that's, but, that's a different question. Yeah, but, you, yeah but that's what I'm trying to say. So now you've, you've got to do it, in it? Potential's got 100%, to... 100%, and I agree. I agree. You, get me, and yeah. you, need to, you need to win trophies at this particular stage to be cemented into that particular conversation I agree and I think even if he went next year yeah but didn't win a trophy but had a similar similar year you would then say alright to like what he's had yeah cool. I would say okay you are onto something this is a top gaffer mm. you get me mm. I don't see that happening next year alright so what you were suggesting or implying is that there is going to be a catastrophic drop in everything that you've seen so far from um, Arteta and his team. When you use words like catastrophic, you know what I'm trying to say? That. Well, to, to not measure up to that particular baseline in which you've just said, where you would, or Arteta would qualify for your admiration, it needs to be a catastrophic drop. It can't be anywhere near it, because then you'd be like, oh, fair enough, football's football, anything can happen in any given season. But this, yeah, I could see the level has been consistent. It's you know not catastrophic. It's because you have been performing above and beyond. So what that drop would be seen as catastrophic is not really. It's just what was expected. Yeah, it's just you're, inevitable. You're, you're talking to my point. You're agreeing with me here. You understand? If it's you're saying Arteta's already cashed in far more than he should have been able to, mm. if he's even able to be up there in the three, you're going to give him his kudos because bloody hell. 100%. Do you honestly see that happening? As us, I I don't see us dropping out of the top four. 100%. And I believe the top four is going to be squeaky bum. The level of, of um, football in this particular league has risen. It has risen. So, yes, I do see that happening. 100%. I don't see us getting, um, uh, us dropping off uh, tremendously. Right? And mm. as you said, we overperformed and 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 excelled, mm. right? So any sort of drop, it would need to be catastrophic for me to say, oh, that was a fluke. I don't see us dropping like that. I see us being consistent. Now that we're one year with this team and we're adding, we're bolstering. Sorry, I can't. I'm a football man. <laughs> <laughs> I watch Arsenal. <laughs> so no. I hear you. I hear you. Well, we look forward to it, man. Yeah, something mad will have to happen. Like, mad. Even in us removing party, he was a very important cog. So even suggesting uh, a like for like, that's why I could understand the rice thing because he's consistent. You know what you will get from him. Mm. And he is um, injury kind of free. 
you're not going to get him injured left, right, left, right, and center. So in that sense, there's going to be a continuation of solidity in that particular space. Now, you know full well that we lost out uh, Tomiyasu and that affected uh, massively. Saliba, massively. Saliba's back, Tomiyasu's back, and we're getting timber? In my head, you're thinking about what may happen. Do you understand? So I'm, I'm only seeing good, positive. Then Kai, my friend Kai, 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 Kai. <laughs> I believe I'm going to see something that I would never expect in that, that front line there. And still, I want Jesus to be um, injury-free for the entire season. I but want him to cook and basically prove you guys wrong. You can't stay injury-free for the whole season. <sighs> That's impossible. I hope, I hope he does. I'll put money on that. You can't do that. I, I saw you kind of peddling your plug on Twitter. You got mm -hmm. some good optic? I've just been contemplating it. I haven't I haven't gone for it. I talk out loud sometimes. Oh, okay. But I saw people saying, set me up. Yeah, they think they want me, but I, oh, to, okay. if, I could have to weed out people that say it for serious okay. people. But still keep on showing your, your wins. And also show your losses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lose is probably your offered it. Who loons? Yeah, man. Consistent. He's not my offer. He's, he's just a hater. <laughs> but that's not. That's not that definition of hater in the dictionary. Yeah, like, that's not. That's not that to me personally. Just too Yeah, that. That's not to me personally. Like he's just got hate in his blood, isn't it? He can't help it. Mm. So I actually want you to deploy this and be baden. Just for loons to be like, oh crap. I shouldn't have hit it from a silence. I should have been involved in this. Also, you can't listen to things. You don't, I don't understand why you don't listen to anything Loons says. Like, Loons, me and Loons have had conversations <laughs> in private <laughs> that are different from the stuff that he does online. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I just ignore him. So yeah. he's got in the hang of his content, this content game then? Maybe, yeah. Definitely. He chats. He, yeah, he just, he just chats. So you said he taught Mizzy how to, to Mizzy. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you're telling me. He's talking shit because Loons would get this thing that he's talking about, that he that the comment that he made, he's well he's mm. well on getting involved mm. in it. So mm. he's just he's just showing off. Mm. You can't listen to people online. Mm. All right, cool. All right, thank you. All right, then let's get into Dana Air. You just should have got Joel Bellingham. <laughs> is he is he is he baby though? I ain't seen him, you know, I wouldn't know. Then what, how, what, was it, what does this mean? Uh, <laughs> what does this mean? I was just thinking you couldn't get Jude, so you should just get Joel in it. <laughs> I don't even know where the guy plays. <laughs> so you know nothing about him? He bet the job. No. Yeah. no. He could be a goalkeeper for all I know. <laughs> I don't know. Where does Joel play? Um, what have we got for this week's done out here? None of these are new. Oh, okay then. Let's, let's unpack this then. If that's what you want to do. There's not much to it, to be fair. Just a video. Well, I saw Lippy arguing with people online about the stuff that stemmed from from this video. So basically, it's been Pride Month and then they're um, campaigning and marching and doing all that stuff that they're doing. And then that video went up around where they're chanting, um, we're here, we're queer, and we're coming for your children. You get me? 
Mm-hmm. And that was going around online. I've seen people up in arms about it. It also, and then it, it, there was another video going around where there was in like a water fountain thing or like, you seen like, seen they're one, playing yeah. with water. I think it's more pride stuff. And then they're saying like it's for adults and children and um, clothing's optional, isn't it? Mm. You get me? So then like there's adults there, Nako and whatever. And then there's the kids about, like I said, I see Lippy getting into argument with people because basically like a lot of people share the sentiment that this stuff's all weird, isn't it? Like, why do you want to be naked around kids for and versus the tear? But then they're trying to they're trying to come for him and try and do what they always do and say he's he's being homophobic. You get me? Kind of thing. And it's like, how can me saying I don't want adults naked around kids mm-hmm. turn to turn to homophobia? You know what I'm trying to say? That's ridiculous. I don't know what's going on with all this stuff, man. I try not to. I try not to get involved in it because it's just annoying me. I think. I think this. Whether um running around chanting "We're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children." That kind of is that like sarcasm? Is that because of the narrative that gets painted about there and about um the homosexuality and the kids and the education and whatnot, whatnot, whatnot? So is that is that chant about? What do you think? Huh? What do you think? Because sometimes. Things happen in our space, and and <clears throat> we are forced to to well, we are asked to think critically about the message that we are getting vexed over. Mm. This particular thing, seen as we innately think critically, what do you think it is? I think it probably is. Mm. I probably think it probably is mm. the sarcasm and stuff like that. But it's, it's poor taste, don't it? Right. Yeah. Emmanuel. Yeah. Okay. It probably is, yeah, literally. It probably That's is. That's what you're saying about us. All right, cool. Yeah, we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. We'll you're so it. scared. In, yeah, so it's diamond sarcasm. It's probably supposed to point, point, hold a mirror up to society and mm. point out the fact of the stupidity. But I believe it's done in poor taste. Honestly, I mean... Because of what it looks like on the tin. Basically, I just don't want to hear this shit, innit? Like, I mean, like, regardless, like, what do you mean? Like, whose children are you coming for? What are you going to do to them when you I get them? whose children. No, but... <laughs> But you're 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 now <laughs> following the particular um, promise or threat, and you you. But that's you saying. Nah, I think it's just tongue in cheek. You're just using that to basically say, "All right, cool. If that's what it is you're thinking we're doing. Yeah, we will use it in a ch- in a chant. So don't don't follow through with it. Why not? Because if it is that you believe, they don't mean what you want to follow through with. Don't follow through with it. No, because I also said it's done in poor taste. Yeah, so we know taste. what the poor taste is. Exactly. So it's like so you know just... detail in the poor taste. Go yeah. On, go on. <laughs> 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 and what are you gonna do with them? Go on. Yeah. <laughs> go on. Like, what are you gonna do with these kids? What are you gonna do with my kids? Like, bro, some people don't have. Mm. Some people ain't gonna take the time out to, mm. to. To. And suppose they then say, "We're gonna educate them." Educate them to what? As in. What society looks like. I don't need that. I don't want my children to have that education. That education is reviews of being naked and dancing around in water around my kid. I don't. You don't. I don't need to educate my children. Mm. I don't educate my children. Mm. You get me? I don't need. Mm. This. I don't. I don't need this. Mm. You get me? This is used lots. I don't. I'm not. I'm not. Have you seen the video? Right? Yeah, but was one. that particular incident of the chanting with the nudity and the children around? No, it wasn't. It no, really I did, this is a different. They're different. They're not a different episode. I said, as I said, they these are videos that was going around at the yeah. same time. I'm not saying it's the same 
No, it's only because you've said what you said just now when it is that you've now stopped them and asked them, who's kids? And they say, we just had to educate them. And you're like, no, I don't want to see my children around the nakedness. They're two different scenarios. No, it's not because the education is going to be the openness. That still speaks to the education that they're showing you. The openness is fine. All this no, stuff's all right. It still speaks, it still speaks to it. No. Nope, it does. It still speaks to it. This is this ah, is Jesus' mantra. This is Jesus' mantra. This is what you are on, isn't it? How can it not speak to it? When you're going to come and educate them, you're going to educate them right by the fountain, nakedness. <laughs> you, see? you know what I'm trying to say? What are you talking about? I, I didn't know you were going to go here. I didn't know. I, initially, <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah. We're playing that other, the video. I know. No, 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 no. I understand what you're saying, but I could also see how you're conflating it. Do you understand? And I'm not even suggesting that they aren't like nefarious actors within that same movement that would want the children in a manner in which it is you're suggesting that they don't want the children, right? Mm. All these things can be true. But in my head, I don't believe they would go on public TV and you stopping them and asking them, what are you going to do with the children? They would then say, we want to basically keep them around nudity and get them used to this because we want them to all be mad and they stand at some early age. They would never say that. You'd be surprised which one. Is. I think it would depend which one you call on camera, bro. I just told you there will be bad actors there, but they would never admit it. Don't don't tell me that that's what they were open about and say because the entire movement will be branded that particular person as you're doing now. So don't tell me that. All right, play the video for you, man. I'm not playing the video. Why? Have no, you sent me the video? It's the, yeah, it's in it's the, the link. Oh, sorry. No, it's the, it's so a, you provided it's the, it? It's let, me, let, me, <laughs> <laughs> let me play it. Is it um, blurred out? The nudity? No, I don't have that one. I don't oh, know. No, that's oh, you have raw? No. What? What? Okay, which which one is it? No, this is the queer hair kids coming okay. get you one. There were different chances, well, innit? Oh, that's that's the only one I saw. You know, nah, saw were, in that same clip, they were. We're here. Two different channels. Mm -mm. What? As in this. Shopping over, not gonna stop it. But you, you, you get two different channels there. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me you can only hear the children bit. Yeah, but the main. You don't really is, want to hear the no, children. No, no, but, but the main thing is definitely they come for the children. That's, that's what a hundred percent. That's what the people, the the men, before they moved over to the women and women were saying shopping or stop it. I don't know. Mm. Anyway, I, I I understand what you all feel about this. Yeah, this this is these people are insane. Hundred <laughs> percent because and they don't make they don't make the thingy. Um, they don't give it a good name, man. This is Pride Month. I I. How can I say I? Obviously, it's not my month, innit? so I can't really talk. You represent, you don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but, yeah, let me stop there. No, land, man. <laughs> no, don't land. They don't need to land. No, what I was going to say here is basically, if this is my month, yeah, I'm trying to put my best foot forward. You know what I'm saying? And trying to get people to sympathise with, with, with the movement. Because I, I feel like that's at least one of their aims, isn't it? I've never looked at their, you know what I mean, their aims and objectives, but I feel like at least one of their things would be to get the wider public to sympathise with their plight and understand it more. 
when you're out here demonstrating in the streets, talking about you're coming for the kids, does, does, what, what are we doing here? It's, it's, this is insane. These people are animals, man. So, yeah. Anyway. Uh, sorry, um, <laughs> Mr. John Rambo, what argument am I making that makes zero sense? I beg you, tell me. Call in, Rambo. Please, call in. What argument do you think I am making? Because I'm just responding to Marcus's Dunno, eh? The number is in the description 0756481073. Hmm. Uh, it's tough, man. It's tough, man. I don't know, man. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's not calling in, John? No, it, it's no. delayed, so. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man, this whole thing, man. Everybody's within their rights to campaign and 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 stuff. Like, I get it. Like, it's equality. It's what it's, it's what we're going for. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, but I don't know, man. The way that whole the way the whole movement's just like almost like weaponized and stuff. It's just, just I don't know, man. It's like what Eman said in it. Like, you would probably like outwardly, you would want to put out a message that is about that's going to bring people together. together. Like, do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. That I, that's what I would. That's what I would expect. Mm. And inst instead of just doing things that are like seem like you're antagonizing yeah. people, mm. like, do you get what I mean? Mm. I'm just it's just confusing to me. I just don't understand. But and especially when it is you involve children. This, mm. is, this is it. Yeah. People already conflate the whole. You know what I mean? The pedo stuff with the homo stuff, homophobic stuff, and you know what I'm trying to say. They mm. do it all the time, and you're out here openly talking. And, Look how many times we've seen on the, on the news about how um, people are saying, yo, they're trying to bring certain things into the schools. Mm. And you're out here laughing and grinning, talking about we're coming for the kids. All right, but honestly, right, you've seen the other video, haven't you? Yeah. I've seen the other video of them, you know, and just, they, just... I saw the blue dot one, to be honest. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and it obviously did, it wrong, did its wrongs because why wouldn't you have this do its wrongs, right? Because what you're seeing here is madness. But when it is that you hear them saying children, do you associate that with exactly what you've seen in the other image? No. So when you hear the children bit, what do you hear? Uh, just nonsense. No, I, I know that you... Man, when you hear them say they're coming for the children, mm. what do you picture they mean? I feel like... Um, obviously, I feel like there's a part of it, a small faction of it, Right, that I feel is is them kind of feeding into what they think um, our concerns are, i.e., basically they think our concerns are ridiculous about the, the the kids thing. But personally, the bigger thing of it is I think they mean they're gonna come in the schools, they're gonna come into all areas of life where you feel like um, you want to control your kids and, and keep them away from, mm. you know, what I mean what they're trying to push. And we're gonna sleep in there, mm. and wherever your kids are at, mm. we're gonna expose them to mm. our 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 lifestyle. Now, one hundred percent, I agree with what you're saying, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but this might be a false equivalency. But I just okay. need to basically put it in front of you so you understand how other people on the other side would be seeing what you're seeing, okay. right? Let's just say it was black people marching and saying we're coming for your children, and that meant the same as we're gonna hit in hit the schools and make your white children um, know that we aren't 
like animals and we this is what society is like or it should be like this annex would you have the same feeling yeah yeah are you bringing people's kids involved for it? what do you mean you're coming for our children i don't like this message no if it was black people um marching for their right to be yeah, because Acknowledge I, I, as human beings? I wouldn't feel that way, no, no, but wait, I could wait, understand and, and, and how a white you, person I, wait, wait, I need you would feel. On the question. I need what to what I'm trying to say is, maybe I'm not, but I could understand how a white person might feel exactly how I feel about hearing that. With the, you know what I'm trying to say? Kids. With the kids, I would. I might not feel like that because I might not. Under, I might not get the message, but I'm not going to begrudge or I'm not going to be pretend to be confused about any white person who feels some type of way about hearing that about what they're saying when you bring kids involved and mm. children and that kind of stuff. I wouldn't. I would expect the same responses. Because what you're doing, like your message, what's your message got to do with our kids? I don't give a shit what you're talking about. When you're talking about your, whether some, not everybody's going to do critical thinking, isn't it? When you unpack it and rest it to the tear, all right, cool, you might have something, but just on the surface, yeah. when you're going around in mass and yeah. chanting these things, yeah. people just hear what they hear, innit? Yeah. I said again, so your messages might be right, but I just believe it's done in poor taste. No, I hear what you're saying. You've, you've acknowledged that you could understand why there is vexation. So in that sense, you've been consistent mm. on both examples. But with one of the examples, you would say, one um, particular band of protesters are in the right and the other are in the wrong. Am I correct? What's they protesting for? For, for equality? Y- yes. Then to be the, seen. Ev- to... No, none of them is in the wrong then. Everybody's right. Okay. All right, so... You... No, but... No, but, 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 but I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not... I don't care what they're protesting about. What, like, they, they, need to get every, they should be able to get everything they want. I'm talking about the way they're doing it. And, uh, this, this started with Emmanuel. I asked Emmanuel a question. Because so, I now see you're consistent. <laughs> Either which way you that's the, the right, line cool. you're going with, the verse you're going with. Mm. I know what to expect from you. Right, cool. But Emmanuel, mm. in my head, yeah. again, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. You don't want that form of education in the curriculum. As opposed to when the example I gave, which might be a false equivalent. I understand that it's you definitely might say a false that. Equivalent, but it's okay. Go on. All right. But in certain people's minds, mm-hmm. that's exactly what they would think because one one part of society is being ostracized and one isn't. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? I, I, I get, yeah, but I, I get why people have certain views all the time. But I also understand that a lot of the time, certain people's views are just wrong. So, so I understand that you have a view, you know what I'm saying? But what, what's the wrong view here? Because you said certain views are wrong. What's the wrong view here? The wrong view here is that if, if I think it's okay for you to teach children that every child as a human being, black, white, yellow, whatever you may be, right, we're all, we're all the same. I think it's wrong to start telling children, right, that, yo, you are this, you are this, you are that, without parents' consent. I don't think parents need consent to tell them that this particular child shouldn't be treated like three-fifths of, of a human being. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Okay, so that's, you're that's also saying that you are consistent across the board? Oh, for sure. All right, let's keep it that way. <laughs> let's keep it that way so everybody knows all, all over here is no OPIC. <laughs> None of it. I just wanted to point out both, everyone here is on the same wavy um, plane. All right, cool. Yes. Who should we give that idea to? To these lot. <laughs> you can't, can't why? You remember, you remember, again, this might be a silly example, right? But look at, um, was it uh, Pusha T and Drake right? they, when they had their beef, right? Mm-hmm. Pusha T's excuse for like going hard at Drake, right, was because he said he mentioned his, his fiance's name. Yeah, mm-hmm. just her name made him start exposing the guy's son and this all types of, just by mentioning, not saying his fiance is this or that, 
apparently just mentioning her name, right? These are saying we're coming for your children. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's different to me. You know what I'm saying? We're not just saying da, 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 da. we're coming for your children. If I'm a parent at home and my child is in the school and I see these like walking past my child's school, what are we doing there? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I am not going to push. All right, I've heard you. <laughs> Let's keep it moving. All right then, man. Oh well, yeah, man. I just think protesting better taste. Definitely done it here. Yeah, man. Let's get into our actual. All right. That was an interesting show. Was indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to everybody that got involved, took part in the conversations. Make sure you are liking the videos. I don't, I don't know what the counts on at the minute, but I'm hoping it's healthy. What's the it count is two hundred and four. Yeah, man. All right, cool. Well, thanks for tuning in, man. We'll be here same time, same place. What's a similar time? <laughs> We'll see you in the morning, man. Peace. Later. Peace.